that luxurious, beautiful beard, dog. I'm jealous, man. I like that. I like that. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's getting pretty serious. Um, and like grab onto the shit. Yeah, this is like uh, like beard watch every episode. <laughs> I like it. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, salt and pepper. You know, there's a the lot. The color's great. Thank you, man. There's a lot of white in here, and what's weird too, like you can't see it, but there's actually a ton of red. Oh, for real? Yeah, I don't know why. A ton of red. Yeah, it's like oh, a ton of red right. in my beard. I'll, I'll, I'll take your word on that one. <laughs> well, you'll see it soon. Couple weeks, man. Yeah, because you are fully vaxxed. Yep, and then you're gonna your winter Congre- second shot. Uh, yeah, congratulations on Thank the fully vaxxed status. Uh, I get my second shot on the third of May, so right around the corner. Pretty soon, looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, man. I'm looking forward to the wait. Yeah. Uh, like you, you didn't have to wait at all with yours, really. To, to get right? it, you mean, like in line? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you went there to get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I had to wait a long time. So, I mean, I, I'm, I obviously I'm going back to the same place. So, knowing based off my first experience, like I'm going to get there even earlier than I did the, yeah. the first time, and uh, get my black ass in line. And I mean, I fuck it, I'll wait. I mean, I said, like, yeah, got to get it done. So, got to get it done. Yeah. So, are, are we? Are we? Does the show started? Are we recording? We are recording. Alright, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Hey, you know what? I just want to give a quick shout out. Thank you uh, to everybody who's been showing love on Twitter. Uh, it's been really awesome. Thank you for everybody who's like liked and retweeted our our last episode, uh, the DMX episode, episode twenty six. Uh, it's been very cool. Much appreciated, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I definitely yeah. Like okay, so since this is I guess uh, the what are they call the the house cleaning part of the show yeah uh yeah i also want to give a shout out to our boy uh well, my boy your boy too although you never met him conrad my, yeah um, for sure we're boys now yeah he had you know he hit me up on he sent me a dm on twitter about our dmx episode the last episode uh with some comments and feedback and stuff which was great really appreciated that and then he uh sent out a tweet you know uh shouting us out so conrad thank you so much for that um, and I'll do it in return. My brother Conrad's got his own podcast. He covers wrestling, all of it, hence the name, everything pro wrestling. So, uh, so give him a listen and give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, damn, what's the name? What, what is his Twitter handle? It's, it's at, it's at everything pro wrestling or at EPW. Y'all, y'all will find it. Hey, let me, I'll, I'll look right now. It. I'll look right now. Uh, at, EPW show. Yes, there you go. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. And uh and Mitchell, who I mentioned on the last episode, he he sent me a text uh, a couple of days ago. Uh also like he was saying, "Wow, I can't believe, you know, you, he's like I made it. You guys shouted me out on the bombcast." And I was like, "Ah, <laughs> come on, man." Uh but he he, you know, we me and him, he was happy to hear stories about our time in Prague together, which uh and I I even told him like I didn't even realize it was damn near more than 10 years ago that trip. But crazy, man. I mean, I told him, like, dude, like, I could do it. We could do an entire, like, get the podcast in and of itself. All the shit that we went through in Prague and Germany. I mean, it was a hell of a trip. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, so Mitchell, thank you for the listen. 
These are our two biggest fans, I think. Much appreciated. Well, you know, the other day, uh, not the other day, like a month or two ago, uh, Byron commented on something I said on Twitter and he said that he like missed the show. So he, and like I was he, like, that he missed the bombcast. Oh, oh. Yeah, like he wanted it to come back or something. I was like, I do too. And he actually like gave me the courage to, to reach out again. I mean, we talk, but like as far as the, the podcast is concerned. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, Byron. Yeah. Byron. Thanks, man. Uh, well, thank you, Byron, for doing that. And, <laughs> you know, Byron, he's a real one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Damn. Also a white guy. There's a few of I us love. floating around, man. There's a few of who, us. Who I love. I mean, I, man, now it's, it's, a, it's a race. That's three. Not even, not, it's not even a race. It's, a, it's, it's like, <laughs> I'm not sure who's my favorite. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, either way, that's three on record. Three white guys on record that you're friends with. Yeah. Who, and not, not just friends with, like, that I fucking love. Yeah, man. So it's like, you can't even hide it. Like, if uh, somebody <laughs> comes to you and like, hey, <laughs> do you like white people? And you're going to be like, no, 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 no. And they're like, what about this podcast? You talk about two other white people on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, is that, man, like all of, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm in the video game ministry. There's not a whole lot of brothers in there. Yeah. Uh, but it is funny that, you know, all of my, a lot of my longest, uh, long, long, long lasting friendships have originated from THQ. Wow. You, you, Mitchell, Byron, uh, Lucas, yeah. who we talked about in the last, well, was that on or did we talk offline about that? But Lucas, yeah. uh, so yeah. You know, and I and I'm just I'm just kidding about the whole white thing. I mean, I like <laughs> of course, I like good people. Course, you know course, that. You of know course. That. Um yeah, I feel the same way, man. THQ was like I mean, obviously you, uh Bailey, rest in peace. Yeah, yes, um, of course. Yeah, Lucas, yeah. Byron. I'm trying there's more, I'm sure there's more, but like Dan? I, Dan? Dan Dan, uh you met Dan. Oh, oh yeah. Was, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We he used to work with me on the, the WWE game. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Dan. A lot yeah, of good man. people. Yeah, it was That's like, many, I just met a lot of good people at THQ. Agreed. A uh, lot of good people. Agreed, man. Good memories of our time there. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man, I don't know. I'm kind of thirsty, though. Let me see what I can do to quench this thirst. Oh, the white Clizzle! <laughs> yes! Yes, my man! My man! Yeah, I, uh, uh, after work today, I popped over and picked up a case and you know what this is my second one it's good wait did you get is it you got a six pack or you got a 12 pack a 12 pack of the uh the different flavors right yeah yeah so it's uh, a variety pack yeah grapefruit black cherry raspberry and lime nice i had the grapefruit it was good tastes just like when i make it myself and yeah. um, this is the black cherry i'm gonna try it right now i'll let you know how it goes all right let's here we go i like it it's a little more perfumey than i like but it is, but, um, the first one got me like a tiny bit faded. So I'm with it. Hey, 5%, man. This ain't, they ain't, they ain't fucking around they're with the alcohol content. Around, yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they're helping you out with the, uh, the Cali department, but it's like, Hey, you know, we're we going to hit you. Yeah, you know, man. white claws going, white claws going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah. And there's not uh, much sugar in here either. Two grams of sugar four yeah. Two grams of sugar. 
100 calories? That's, yeah, man. They put them chemicals in there, dogs. We're going to live forever. That's right, man. That's light work. I'm, there I'm you okay go. with that. Well, yeah. Yeah, the only one, you know, you got the lime in there, which, yeah. unfortunately, the lime is the worst taste and flavor. Anytime I get the variety pack with a lime. Save that to the end? I da- No, no, no. I, I down them first just to get them shits up out of there. And then I can savor the rest of the, the goodness that's that's in the box. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, got, I got no White Claw. Damn. Wow. Like not in, in the house? No, I, I got some Coors Light. You, you outclawed me. Damn, you're fucking up, man. I am. I can't believe it. Shit, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go grab right, of course right. light real right. quick. I'll talk a little bit. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, the last episode when you have to go uh, help help the help Poochie out. You guys can compare. You guys can compare. <laughs> uh, speaking of Poochie, what I one of the reasons I had. No, to you, help you you're gonna win that one. Trust me. <laughs> I was floundering, brother. I missed you. Uh, my dog had. Uh, unfortunately, I have to share custody of my dog with my ex-wife, and. Um, you know, last week or whatever, she came home with literally a hole in the side of her face. And, um, so my ex was like, Oh no, it's just a scratch. It was literally a hole. Uh, I don't know the size of like, like if you put your thumb and middle finger I'm together, back. <laughs> if you put your I'm thumb and, you off. and middle See finger together, was? it's about that size, like a hole that size. And it was right in the side of her face. So I had to take her to the vet, get her all, you know, cleaned up and medicine whatever but anyway she was wearing a cone so that was why last week when i had to run down to help her uh it took a while because she can't like get to the water bowl i have to take it off wait till she drinks put the shit back on it was a whole thing and and i was struggling (laughs) i was struggling to 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 talk about something i was like where the fuck is this motherfucking gram at like (laughs) but no it was fun it was fun yeah what are you uh what you been up to today uh, today, what is it? Today's Friday. I, um, honestly, I mean, you can ask me that question any day during the week and it's the same. The only thing different I did this morning was I woke up and I watched uh, the latest episode of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, went to the gym after that, came home, started working. I haven't been sleeping very well. Yeah. This, uh, this whole, this whole week actually, like work has gotten me really stressed out and and it's not even so much yeah i mean i'm stressed out by work but it's not like there's any like i I just i'm anticipating things uh to happen yeah to me in a negative way that aren't occurring yeah which is great but i'm i don't know i'm in this mode where i'm i constantly feel like i'm in trouble (laughs) right so so every every morning I wake up and I and I I check my email and I'm just like I'm like oh I hope it's okay. Yeah. I hope I hope I've got I didn't fuck anything up or whatever. Right. And I haven't, but it that stress has been kind of fucking with me. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's that's yeah. anticipation anxiety. It is anticipation anxiety. Yeah. And, you know, I I go to sleep, you know, I usually go to sleep around 11 or 12. But then I you know, I just I can't my sleep's not quality, you know, yeah. and then I wake up at like five, four this morning. I woke up at five yesterday. I woke up at like four thirty, And once I do, I just, I just get up, you know, and I just start doing shit. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm going to take some melatonin tonight and try to just knock my black ass out, get some rest. Yeah. 
How's your how's your uh, your week been going? Week was good. Um, just you know, normal shit. I had you know my son Wednesday, Thursday, so those days are super tiring because like like Wednesday, I I my first client is at seven, and then right when they're done, I go pick them up, bring them back, start them on school on you know Zoom, and yeah. then uh, at at nine, and then my first client's at nine, and then I work through the whole day while he's in school, nine to 12. And then it's like, I got to make him lunch and we have like a little time to play. And then I got one or two more clients after that. And then go back and we play as long as we can. And then I make dinner and then, you know, get him to bed and then more or less the same thing on Thursday, except I don't have to pick him up. And then I don't have him this weekend. So he got picked up this morning. Okay. Uh, so then I watched winter soldier or Falcon and winter soldier right after that. And, uh, and then, yeah, I had like, I don't know, four, maybe three, four or five clients today. I cut my hair in between there somewhere. That's good. That sounds like a lot of clients in a day. Yeah, it's good. It's I, mean, not... I want more. Um, but I mean, like how, how long are your sessions? It depends. Uh, most of them are an hour, but I've started doing uh, half hour sessions for people too. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm actually starting a new guy tomorrow on half hour sessions. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, I'd like to fill out the days a little more when I don't have him. When I do have him, I'll keep it, you know, kind of light. But yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, huh. he'll be back in school soon, so I'll have a lot more time during the day. Do they have a date of when um, in-person uh, classrooms are going to be open? They're open now. Oh, they are? Yeah, but um, I'm keeping him out. Uh just give it a few more months for more people to get vaccinated. Like all of the staff and teachers are vaccinated. Yeah. But I told his mom, like you need to get vaccinated. Your boyfriend, like your, his mom, like everybody in your house, they have to get vaccinated before he'll go back to school. Your ex hasn't gotten, I, she's going to, she's going to, but okay. she hasn't been yet as far as I know. But she said like by the end of this month, they'll all be vaccinated. So I'm like, yeah, then we can start them in the summer program. They do a really good, like summer program and that's in person. All right. Yeah, and then that'll go into fall. Ah, but that's good. Yeah. That's good. So it sounds like you had a good week. Yeah, you know? it was good. It, yeah. Yeah, not bad, man. Not bad. You know, saw Grayson making that money, you know? Doing what I can, man. Doing what you get. I guess it's all we can do. For sure. You know, crazy fucking times, man. You yeah. know, uh, especially now. Yeah. More than ever, man. This country yeah. sucks. Yeah, it does, but, you know. <laughs> For me, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't get uh, too down about the country sucking the way that it does because it's just not new to me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's yeah. This is this is America, you know. I mean, it, I guess like it's. I I I just have learned to navigate the waters. I guess you know. I mean, I guess as far as like, yeah, we're our government won't help us in any way but like you know there's there's been more mass shootings this month than there are days in the month and you know there's a police murder police murdering a person every seven hours like it this is a terrible place (laughs) it's just (laughs) awful it's so shitty man it's like yeah anyway anyway let's let's keep it let's keep it up let's keep it up uh everybody knows everybody knows Everybody knows. Yeah, I. Um, it's a good song. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. How do you want to? Yeah, 
Yeah. I could get in, I could get into the whole yeah. cops killing people that look like me and all that. Yeah. The only the only thing I'll say about about this, you know, Dante and this little boy, uh, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Toledo? Yeah. That was that was killed in Chicago. You know, I the only thing that that, that upsets me when people talk about it is how they say, "Oh, wow, things are getting so much worse in terms of, like race yeah. relations." Yeah. And for me, it's like, no, they're not getting worse. Yeah. They just haven't improved for a fucking shit, yeah. you know, shit long period of time. Yeah. The only difference, and I'm not the first person to say this, and yeah. you probably heard it too. Yeah, we have the cameras. only difference is, is technology. Yeah. yeah. We have cameras, yeah. Is that now, yeah, you know, the cops got the, uh, the body cameras on when they choose to turn them on. Mm-hmm. And then our phones. Yeah. But none of this is new. Like, things no. haven't gotten worse. Like, this is how it's been yeah you know it's like the technology is just putting it out there in a way that you know for people who were unaware they see it and you know whether they care about it or they're like ah well he shouldn't he should have complied he said it whatever it's like well wildest fucking yeah like yeah uh, it's like oh you know uh, hey guys cops aren't supposed to kill people i don't know if you know that they're literally not supposed to kill people yeah yeah, I mean, this is a, like the wildest fucking argument. You, ha- I mean, ugh, ugh. Yeah, I know, I know, and it happens all the time. Yeah, but yeah, but I digress. I digress. Yeah. Uh, hey, one last thing before we get into yeah, man, because we're still we're still cleaning the house. Uh, I want to go back to you know last episode when I was talking about the Prague trip. I meant to bring this up, but because I, I mentioned how I was at uh, the strip club. Yeah, and I tried using my debit card and I couldn't get cash out. Yeah. It was like uh, fraud. We don't know who this person is, but we know Brian Williams should not be in fucking Prague. <laughs> so no. lives in North Hollywood, North Ridge, North Ridge. Yeah, uh, like right, so. The name of the club. <laughs> then we're in Prague, mind you. And Mitchell, like talking to him when he texted me, it kind of brought it up. And I'm like, I can't believe I didn't mention the name of the club. The name of this strip club. Was pussy. <laughs> that was it. A, a a pink sign, black letters, and cursive. Pussy, not club pussy, <laughs> not pussy lounge. Just pussy. <laughs> I, I took it's... a picture of it. I had to. I was like, "This is crazy." You know, not pussy and ass because that would have been too wordy. Just pussy. That's fantastic, man. Yeah. I was like, oh man, this I is- like to know all about the establishment I'm walking into before I walk in. And with a name like that, you know what's gonna go down in there. Hey, they let you know up front. It's like, this is what this place is. I'm gonna see some pussy in here. There's no there's no beating around the bush. <laughs> or maybe there is. I don't Hey-o. know. You know? <laughs> hey oh. Yeah, but yeah, I just that's... yeah, I just thought that was funny. I, I, Honestly, I can't believe I forgot to remember that. That's a less offensive name. There's a strip club in Canoga Park where I grew up they opened like I think when I was in high school I guarantee you I've been to that strip club the wet, I don't even know the name the wet spot the wet spot I've been there that is multiple the, times the worst name that is just the it's such a gross name <laughs> for a, a strip club I've only been there once when I turned 21 uh, my friends and I it was like Myself and two or three other friends, my sister, we all went there for like at a like 
11 a.m. We tried to go and see if 11 a.m. Because we were just like, let's we're gonna get drunk immediately. I mean, we were drunk all. I mean, I've been drinking since I was in fucking fourth grade. It doesn't matter. But like, we were like, let's get let's go do like a breakfast buffet at a strip club because that's so <laughs> insane. And let's just yeah. get drunk and be drunk all day. And then yeah, so we went and um, I think they were they were, they were like. They were open, but they were still like just kind of like meandering about cleaning up. They were like, "Oh, we're not, we're not ready." Yeah, I was like, "But you're open." Like, yeah, we're just not ready. <laughs> but wait, okay. So let me just get my geography. So the West Block, because I like I said, I there was a phase, and I'm not proud of it, but I'm also not gonna lie about it. There was a phase when I was hitting up strip clubs like crazy. It we was all after go through that. It was yeah. It, I was just hurting because you know it was the first time me and Akane broke up. And I just kind of went on a tear where I was going to all these strip clubs. Yeah. And so the West Spot, is that the one in like the shopping center? There's like a pizza place, a, like a couple of places down, hmm. like in this strip? Or is the West Spot the one on what street is that? I think uh, it's on Canoga. Wait, okay. No, it, it might be on Canoga. It's, I don't think there's anything else next to it. I don't think. But it's not is. in a strip mall. No. Okay, so but so. I okay then I've been to that one. Okay, I've been to that one. Too. I've been I've been to all the strip clubs in Canoga Park. I spent okay. a lot of time. Park. Yeah, that's the worst name. It's by far the worst name. <laughs> I, I kind of think it's kind of catchy to be honest. It's awful. The wet the spot. Wet spot. I, I think it's, I like it. Like a stripper like sat down and because her pussy was wet, it left a wet <laughs> spot. Come on, that's terrible. That's uh, terrible. It's more creative than pussy. It, <laughs> I mean, like I appreciate pussy for the you know for how you know how blunt they are, sure. but the wet spots, like yeah, they put some thought into it, you know, I'm a not, little bit. I'm not feeling it, man. Not a lot of I'm thought, but they put some it. thought into it. <laughs> There's also like a, a, a you know a bit of a pee reference in there too. I don't like it. Ah, uh, yeah, I never. I never, you know, considered the the P element. Yeah. But I, I could see that. I could see that. I, I like generic names like, uh, you know, like The Body the kitty Shop, cat. Kitty Cat, you know, Gotham City. Like just – Been there too. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, Deja Vu, <laughs> The Seventh Deja Vale. Vu. Deja Vu is a really good name. I like it's, that. It's the best name. It's the best name for yeah. a strip club. It has nothing to do with stripping, but when you attach it to a strip club – it's like, oh, this is like some real erotic work. It doesn't mean anything about stripping. But anything. It totally yeah. works. The best strip club, I, I've told you about this, but the best strip club I've ever been to, by far, it's in Atlanta. And I know Atlanta is known for strip clubs, but the only strip club that matters in Atlanta is the Claremont oh, Lounge. Oh, I have heard about this. Yeah. The Claremont Lounge, I think they've done some renovations which is a shame and i'm grateful i got to go a couple times prior to that happening but it's like in the cut there's no lights like around the building you just see like a, literally like a giant brick dilapidated building and that's not the strip club you park in there <laughs> and then you have to walk down these like tiny ass wooden exorcist stairs you turn a corner and there's just some dude sitting in front of some unmarked door <laughs> like a speakeasy <laughs> and and you go in and it's like it was a large spot but only like a 
half of it was being used. I guess they're trying to keep the light bills down maybe. And uh, so there's like this whole area where there's like a big stage and it's not being used and like a floor not being used. But what is being used to the right, excuse me, there's a bar and there's chairs and standing area around the bar. And then in the back, there's like um, uh, big chairs where you can go get lap dances and shit. And where the <laughs> where the women dance, they're not girls. There are no girls <laughs> at the club. These are women. These, these are, are women. Elderly women. <laughs> <laughs> not one of these women was under fifty, for sure. Um, and like so, there's the bar. It's like a kind of like a wraparound bar, and then in the space between the bar and then this giant pillar <laughs> in the middle of the floor <laughs> was like a like a table that you could buy at Costco, you know, like a plastic table with fold out legs. <laughs> yeah. And that my friend is where these elderly ladies would dance. And like when they would lean over to get the money from you, they would like put their hands on the tops of the bottles that you're going to be getting liquor poured out of <laughs> and then grabbing your money. And like all except one was like at least, I don't know, two and a half bills. Wow. Large ladies, large older ladies wearing like egregiously fake wigs, you know, American flag bikinis and shit. It was fucking wild. And then the the one woman who was like, she was super fit, uh, definitely older as well, but super fit, short hair, like her whole set. And like these these women wouldn't dance. They would just kind of like saunter around the table. I was going to say, yeah, they're, they're just kind of swaying they're, they're just, they're just, like, to the me- music. Meandering around. <laughs> But this one, <laughs> no, this one woman like would bend over, like lock her legs, bend over at the waist, and just smack her ass. Like her ass cheeks were fucking bright red by the end of her her dance. It was just the wildest shit. Like it, it's it's a magical place. By far the best strip club I've ever been to. I highly recommend it. That is some um, performance art for that ass. Unreal man. Unreal. Spanking ass. Yeah. <laughs> But well, that's spanking ass. Wow. If you're ever in Atlanta, guys, go. Just go. <laughs> get some friends. Go. Get drunk. Tip well. Have a great time. It's fantastic. Yeah, I remember you telling me that story about yeah. that strip club. I think the best strip club that I went to, and I say the best. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, strip club the best. There's there's no best strip club. Well, I guess maybe there is. Yeah. Some of, some of them are shitty. We're like... The girls just kind of like stand 10 feet away from you and like just wiggle around and walk away. Like there's no passion. They're not in it for the love of the game. Yeah. That, you know, okay. So speaking of that, so back in my college days, me, Amir, and a couple of other homies that we were friends with, friends with at the time, whose names I forget. So I guess we're not friends now, <laughs> but we were cool back then. Uh, I think this might have been my second year in college or third. I'm going to say second because in my third year, I would hope that I'd be smarter than this. But uh, I got my financial aid check. We all did. And, you know, we were like, oh, got some money. (laughs) Like, yeah, let's go to strip club, son. So we went to a strip club in Northridge. I think it was called the Kitty Cat. It was the Kitty Cat. Uh, Because there's a Kitty Cat and then the Kitty Cat 2. T-O-O. Oh, okay. On Van Owen. Part do. But this was the Kitty Cat original, okay. proper. Okay. And uh, so we went there, and we're, you know, 
thinking we're big ballers. We got our financial aid checks. Like, yeah, you know, we're going to get some drinks. You know, we got these checks. We, we get lap dances. We were just having the time of our lives for about an hour until Jamie Foxx walks in. Uh-oh. The actor, Electro, <laughs> Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> out of all the, <laughs> out of all the things you could pull from, <laughs> you know, Jamie Foxx, famous from Spider Man as Electro, yeah. Spider Man's own Jamie Foxx walks in with him and his entourage, and all the attention that we had with our with our <laughs> with everybody we had our financial uh, get check. away, you poor people. They left us immediately, like all the and I get it, all the women, boom. Jimmy Fox, which was actually, I think that probably was like the Lord or whatever higher power saying, look, y'all, you had your fun. Enough's you enough. got a good hour in. Enough's enough. Save that money. You guys got use it for to what, pay. Yeah. Use it for what it's intended for. Go yeah. buy your books. Go get out of the strip club. So that was a memorable moment. Um, and then there was a strip club that, that I used to live close to before I had to you know, move to Northern California when 2K took us over. Club, what was it Club Seven, Seven Nine, or something like that? Mm-hmm. But it was it was just close to the house, and I went there, and it it, it wasn't it was a uh, it was just topless. It wasn't full nude. Oh, okay, so they you can buy drinks. Yeah, yeah, you can buy drinks and stuff. That's the and weirdest went, rule or law. Yeah, I know it's so but weird. I, yeah, but I mean it's America, man. I know. <laughs> you know, it's it totally makes sense though. Like. But I, I went there, and this place was like owned by Russians or some far Eastern European bloc country. Like, these Sketchy. guys are not fucking around. Yeah. Uh, but I, I went there for a good, like, man, I would say, I, was, I hate to, man, I, again, this is me in my younger days. Um, but I kind of became a regular mm-hmm. <laughs> where, and, and you could get lap dances, uh, you know, with the women there and everything. And I was, I would regularly go, and get lab dances with the, with the same chick, this Japanese chick who was fine as hell. And me and her, we would just talk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, during the lab dancing, I, you know, we would just talk. And like, she's like, hey, so when are you going back to Japan? Like, she knew my whole fucking, <laughs> like, work <laughs> uh, schedule. And like, you know, she knew that I, I went to Japan for work and everything. And she's like, oh, I was like, oh, well, if you go, you should check out, you know, this place and that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And, and once I, I was like, man, I'm getting way too familiar here. Like I, I think that was like when I was like, okay, I'm, I gotta contain myself, control yeah. myself. This is not good. This is not good. And that was it. That was the last club that I went to. And I'm happy to say that I got that shit out of my system. Yeah. For a while, I was kind of a terror. Right. Uh. So yeah, look, they can be fun. You for know? sure. I mean, and, I, and then I, I, and then I, I was going by myself. <laughs> I had, a, I had a friend who did that too. Like he was going in the middle of the week. He was going on the weekends by himself. Like he was just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I was a lonely some bitch, man. Yeah. I, I readily admit it. And but look, but that that's what these places are for. Like for anybody listening, like that's why you go there. It's you're paying for a fantasy, and that's why I would say like there are good and bad strip clubs because the good strip clubs know that, and then they provide that fantasy. You're not fucking. I mean, that's a whole other yeah, issue. Yeah. But like. They provide the fantasy where the girls give you that feeling of like, oh, this person likes me. I'm not lonely for this a little bit of time and I'm having a yeah. good time. And then like you pay them well for that service and then you leave. 
and that's that's the deal it's not real it's like watching a fucking movie you just happen to be kind of be in it for a little bit like it's you're paying for a fantasy that's and, it yeah I, I, i'm i'm super happy and grateful that things like that exist people no, need me it. too people need it me too and that's why i don't give anybody any shit for yeah the strip club. it's like because i are going to the strip clubs it's like yeah. dude fucking you kidding me <laughs> yeah like but they're definitely let me, let me show you let me tell you about my history <laughs> but there definitely is a line like okay as like as a friend you got to say to your other your boy like hey you're going too much and yeah you, you gotta stop yeah yeah no. i uh yeah i i thankfully came to that conclusion on my own but mm-hmm. yeah it, i, I want to say i mean it didn't last long my uh my infatuation and my uh my, my constant dalliance with, with, with the clubs <laughs> it's probably last maybe like it is probably last like three months okay yeah and then i was like okay yeah that's, I just, that, that's getting over a breakup time that's not, yeah that's yeah fine. and that's what i was you know yeah. i was so yeah yeah that is an expensive hobby man as a guy who has a couple expensive hobbies they don't come close to <laughs> fucking no, strip clubs that's it they don't so and expensive I, I think back on that on that time period of my life where i'm like i i i threw away so much fucking cash yeah man i'm like i should have been putting that towards my 401k or just or just anything other than that yeah you know? it's it, it's it's like um it, it, i mean it's like drinking beer if you're working on like fitness goals it's just empty calories you're just throwing yeah, them away yeah that's it it's an empty calorie activity yeah you get totally. you, you're getting you're getting nothing long term back yeah. it's very short term stimulus or reward and then you're left with a lot of destruction like just your bank account's destroyed and yeah. you're probably drinking too much and smoking and eating fucking whatever fried food is nearby like it's it's a uh, I never ate any food from a strip club. Never from the strip club. But like when you leave a strip club, you're going to hit up fast food or whatever. Like it's, you know, it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So check yourself guys or or girls. (laughs) It was like that, that strip clubs. I mean, that immediate gratification of seeing a woman naked. It. And then they pretend that they're like really into you. You're like, this is right. They do. Yeah, they do. But then it's wonderful. It's like I'm paying all this. It's like, man, like, but then you don't, you, you can't close the deal. You know, it's just, it's, it's the, the tease. It's the titillation. And if you are going titillation, to titillation, see what I did yeah. there? <laughs> it's very subtle. Titillation. It's very subtle. Titillation. <laughs> it's, it's that big titillation. Um, and if you are closing the deal, I mean, some clubs do that. Now you have a different set of problems to potentially worry about. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's the whole, yeah. Probably talk about that offline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, th- I think yeah. So we're we're done with the house cleaning at this point. <laughs> well, there talking you go, about, guys. <laughs> talking about the uh, my, my 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 strip club history, our strip club history. Yeah, but uh, but hey, yeah, it's like yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah, I've never been. I never. Well, not, I was gonna say I've never been to a strip club in Vegas, but that's not true. I went to one. Yeah, I went to one. I think they're whack in Vegas. Yeah, this one, I mean, this, it was, it was not the best strip club. I mean, I didn't really have that great a time because we went to this one. It was like me and my old boss and some other people that he knew. And it was a strip club that was very nice, but, you know, way outside of what I was able to spend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I basically just sat there, like had a beer or two and just watched the, uh, the women perform. 
Yeah. And I will say, I saw some fantastic pole work sure. at this place. It was sure. dope. Yeah, I had that same experience like in Vegas because I feel, one, they're, they're so crowded all the time. So they don't care about you. And like people will go in there and foolishly drop thousands of dollars, you know, making it rain or whatever. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. The vibe is just different. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, it is. I can uh, tell you the worst strip club I've ever been to. And it was in uh, TJ. <laughs> this was like 2002, maybe. Um, I went with two friends. I, when I worked at Mercedes, uh, my boy Francisco and Abel, and they're like, uh, it was like on a Friday and I'm single. I live by myself. And on Friday, they're like, Hey, you want to go to Mexico tonight? I'm like, sure, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, fine. So So who's driving? I, I drove and Francisco drove. Abel rode with me. And uh, Francisco drove by himself. I didn't. Well, Abel fell asleep the second we got on the freeway. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm going to have to drive this by myself. So we finally get we get across the border. Um, and what I, <laughs> I didn't know, like, we found some fucking really sketchy hotel motel. And uh, we got a room. Yeah, I was there. gonna say put a, put an M on that bitch. But motel. Fra- Francisco is like <laughs> from the area. He's like, no, no, I, it's fine. Yeah, and it was. Um, but I didn't realize he had like smuggled someone across into Mexico. I don't know. Someone like when because when we parked, someone got like a, a lady got out of his trunk and like <laughs> shut the fuck up. And I was like, all right, man, I don't care. Like, let's just go get drunk. That's weird. Are you serious? I was, I, when you said that, I was about to say, what, she popped out of her trunk? And yeah. Then, <laughs> she just popped out the trunk. Wow. I, mean, I, I doubt she, was in, she wasn't in there the whole time. Obviously, she was probably in the car and then opened the back seat and then climbed yeah. in when they went across the border for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, and uh, almost immediately, just so fucking drunk. We're just stumbling all over Tijuana and... In and out of this strip club, that strip club, and then we kind of just happened in to a strip club that's, you know, I mean, it's small. It's like, I don't know, the size of like two bedrooms or something. Yeah. And um, there's like one woman dancing, nobody's really paying attention. And then this one woman gets up, very attractive. So it's like my friends and I were throwing money and we're having a good time. And they're like in the corner, like there was, it was just us in this place, except in the corner were like legit gangsters. And, uh, the girl dancing was paying a ton of attention to us, especially to me. I had like really long hair at the time. So she's like playing with my hair and like being really, really touchy and flirty. And these guys were so pissed, like really aggressively angry. And I'm like, I don't think we should stay here. Like we got to (laughs) go. And Francisco's yeah. like, nah, it's cool. He goes over, talks to him. It kind of smooths over. It still doesn't feel right. But this woman, because now like we're buying drinks, everybody's having a good time. The owner was also the bartender. And like she danced like, you know, normal strip clubs, they dance like two songs, right? Yeah. So she danced like two or three songs. She goes to get off and he's like, no, go back up. Because the gangster says that? No, no, the owner who was bartending. Oh, the owner. He's oh, like, no, get back up because they're making money. Yeah. And this fucking poor woman had to dance for like 10 songs, just keep on going. And I was just like, damn, this is fucked up. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. It was really, really bad. Uh, we went into a couple other places that were just really wild. Like, I mean, basically people like fucking next to you. It, it was 
so debaucherous and insane. I remember like kind of blacking out and coming to and I'm eating chicken out of the back of some guy's fucking trunk like in an alley with Abel. I don't know where Francisco is. And I'm just like, what's happening? And then like I come to again and I'm like dancing with Francisco's sister who I don't know where she came from. And we're like, <laughs> and she's like trying to, she's like, let's go back to the hotel or the motel. And I'm like, and I told her like straight up, like I would love to. I literally will be of no service to you. <laughs> I am so drunk. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. <laughs> wow. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, and it was like that all night. I think at one point I like, it was like three in the morning and I'm like yelling, not yelling, but I'm like trying to get this working girl, like very, like a young working girl on the side of the sidewalk who's like crying I'm trying to get her to just leave like fucking go home get the fuck out of here like something bad happened to her i'm trying to help her like you gotta go like i don't know what the fuck was going on and then like five in the morning we got like two hours of sleep francisco wakes me up and he's like hey we gotta take my friend or somebody to the airport and i was like okay so we like stumble to the airport drop this person off there's like guards with fucking m16s everywhere and like i'm eating a torta that we got uh, from some random cart and i'm like this is the and then we drove back the next day that that morning yeah we just yeah it was literally like a i don't know like a 24-hour trip and we drove back and then i uh abel lived in watts so i drop him off in watts and he's like look and, and you know watts like it's really complicated it's like a maze yeah, it is yeah and he's like look man and so i'm standing outside we're talking to him I'm talking to him. It's just Abel and I. And he's like, look, you know how to get out of here? I was like, I remember how we got here. I'm, I'm good. He's like, no, seriously, you have to go the way that we came. And I'm like, I got it. I got it. I got it. Spoiler alert. I didn't got it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'm driving back and, um, I, I look in my rear view and I'm being followed by one car. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, this sucks. And I don't, I can't find the freeway. And there's no GP, I mean, there's no phone, there's nothing. This is 2002. There's no smartphones, nothing, there's yeah, nothing going on. Yeah. You just had your print out from MapQuest. Not even that, because I just listened <laughs> yeah. to Abel. Yeah. <laughs> Abel just told me where to go. And, um, so, and I realized, like, because I had stood out front, like, and on Abel's street, just talking to him for a while. So people were, like, looking at me, like, the fuck is this guy doing here? Yeah. So as I'm leaving, one car starts following me and then I'm like kind of trying to figure out, I'm kind of like maybe getting the idea of where I am and I'm backtracking. And then now there's two cars following me. Like everywhere I turn, they turn, I slow down, they slow down. I speed up, they speed up. But, and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be that guy who dies and walks tonight. Like <laughs> that's going to be me. <laughs> and, um, I'm pulling up to a light and then I notice like, Oh, I can get to the freeway. If I, if I, Go through this intersection. I I can get to it. The light turns red, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> and I just barrel through the intersection. Like, fuck that. I am not stopping with these two cars behind me. There's no way. And uh, yeah, and then I got on the freeway and I was gone. Damn. Yeah, man. Damn. It was a wild trip. Yeah. That uh. <laughs> man, talking about how yeah, shit, man. I was feeling anxious i was feeling anxiety just listening to that fucking thing dude yeah i told abel like when i saw him on monday he's like you make it home okay i was like fucking barely he starts laughing <laughs> he's laughing his ass i'm like well, what are you laughing for man because <laughs> he's like hey, you made it yeah you survived <laughs> yeah i was like yeah you made it through the rain homie i was like i should have wrote i should have written it down man 
<laughs> yeah, because he, he was laughing because he was like, I told you, motherfucker. Yeah, I, he's like, I told you. I, I told, told you, you what to do. Yeah. You know, I would have I would have stayed and, and waited until you wrote everything down. But yep. no, you. Nope. I thought I said knew it. You had it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm cool. I got it. It's no big deal. Yeah, it's like, ah, come on. I, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So last, 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 last stripper story. Yeah. Uh, before we get into it. So the best strip club that I've ever been to was the one that I went to in Japan. Is this, uh, oh, yeah, I'm sure you're going to get into it. In Yokohama. Uh, candy Kiss. Did I tell you about the Candy Kiss? Just that you got mistaken for a celebrity. Is it, the, is it that place? Oh, damn. I forgot about that one. <laughs> I think about that shit all oh, the time. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Okay. I actually, I take that. No, no. Candy Kiss. Yeah, that place. That was a I forgot map, man. Wow. Yeah, that was the first strip club I went to in, in Japan. What was the name of that place? Uh Splash the Splash Splash Room? Okay. Oh yeah, that place was dope. That place was really dope. Yeah, no, I I didn't get mis- mistaken for a celebrity. Or actually maybe she did. She thought I was like some rapper. She thought you were like fabulous. That. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's so crazy. You look nothing like nothing. fabulous. I'm like you're, you're black and you have like some facial hair, but like I'm black. <laughs> that's it. I'm black and I'm in a, a strip club in Japan, so I guess I just figured. Well, what a, what I'm a, not in the military, so what a maybe. Weird, what a weird pull, though, to be like you're fabulous. Like fabulous is not that famous. Like unless you know hip hop, you don't know fucking fabulous. I mean, no, he has a couple big hits. I get it, but he's not like. It's hard to imagine, like, just so, like a random woman in Japan being like, "I really like Fabulous." No, but you know, but Fabulous, yeah, you're right. He's, but he did have some songs that really were hidden at the time. And, yeah, I guess that's true. And I think it, I was there around the time that he was probably at his uh, his apex. Okay. Of fan of uh, like uh, mainstream. I mean, his awareness. hits are legit huge hits. I'm not. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I love Fabulous. Like I personally love Fabulous. You know love what? Him. You know what? I love. What's so weird about Fab is like his his singles are so good, like really, really good. But his albums usually aren't very good. But his mixtapes are good. Yeah, well, it's that all, happens to a lot of the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I liked uh, Fabulous. He, he had I forget the name. Of, I I, I want to say it was maybe his third, whatever album that he did where, where he had the song "Breathe." Oh, that's such a good song, man. That was a great album. Yeah. That was really good. Uh, yeah, I love Fabulous. He's he's like an East Coast uh, currency. Yeah, because they they, yeah. they both have a similar kind of that that ultra ultra laid back yeah. chill vibe with the uh, you know uh, intricate uh, wordplay with their lyrics. You know what I mean? So witty, so witty. yeah, so witty. Yeah, with their with their lyrics. Currency, uh, I think, is the, like the most slept on rapper. Almost ever, as far as like a great rapper makes great music, he's so slept on. Yeah, I agree. I mean, in currency, you know, he got his start with No Limit Records. Yeah, and you know that's how I first because you know No Limit, that's my shit. Yep. Uh, but that's how I first heard Currency, and I think C Murder was the one who, who uh, found him and discovered him and yeah. put him on and brought him into the company. Uh, Currency's great, and then you know he left No Limit, and then he hooked up Young with Money. Uh, Young Money. Um, but he never put out an album with Young Money. 
No, well, nobody did. <laughs> like that was the thing. Like, well, no, no, no. Actually, before Young Money, wasn't he with Cash Money? I think he went to. Was he with? Well, Cash which money? I guess, which is, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Young Money. No, but, I mean, but it, you know, it was still different. Was he with Cash Money? Maybe. I but thought, well, I well, thought he, he did for a little bit. Before he went into After No was, Limit, yeah. He was with Young Money. But, his, but then I feel that he he got his most uh, claim to fame. Like, he basically just became, like, yeah, his mixtape, and he just kind of went independent. Dude, his run, after he left Young Money, so he leaves Lil Wayne. This is like, I don't know, 2007, eight, eight, seven? something like yeah. that. He did a run. He put out a mixtape every month for a year. And mood music was one, it mood music? Uh, the last one was Finn, which is kind of like a, com- a compilation of oh, yeah, everything he had yeah. done. But there was like um, ten thousand feet or thirty thousand feet, or yeah, there was, there was a bunch of them. And there were Smokey Robinson. Like his run, that that run that year is some of the best. Pilot talk. Pilot talk. Well, had, th- those were actual albums he put out. He did. He's on three of files. Them. Jet yeah. Files. There's a great song about threesomes on that Jet Files tape. Um, like he, him taking his girl to a strip club to find a girl to fuck. Um, <laughs> it's a good song. Uh, but he did, I mean, he again, he put out a mixtape a month for a year, which is bananas. And that run of his is one of my favorite collections of music in hip hop, period. Like, I think it's, it's outstanding. Um, and like now he's kind of like really leaned into like more just like low rider music, which is fine. It's really good. It's just not, it's just not my flavor. I can't, I can only oh, take, yeah, I can only take a couple songs, but now it's like most of what he does. Yeah. I haven't heard uh, a currency or I, I honestly, I haven't heard anything new of currency for years now. I just, I just, I just always loved the guy, you know, yeah. uh, I loved his voice. I loved his, uh, just his whole uh, attitude and demeanor, you know, yeah. uh, he's that stoner, just kind of laid back, uh, witty and he could wrap his um, ass off but like he, he could wrap his ass really off yeah key about it he did he did a tape with alchemist called yeah i just saw it right here uh what's it called cigarettes and or boats what is it called let me see the the coop the coop that covert covert coop, covert covert coop. coop. yeah that yeah. fucking tape is insanely good um, I mean, um, um, amongst a sea of great records from him, that that one is really, really fantastic. Anyway, sorry, I yeah. cut you off about Yokohama and the strip club. Sorry. You got to apologize for nothing, man. This is all uh, like this podcast is all about just a uh, stream of thought. That's why right? I love this. I love this podcast, man. We just we just we just talk about whatever the fuck comes to us. Yeah. But yes, the candy kiss. Candy kiss. This strip club was fucking amazing. It was fucking amazing. Uh, I don't want to say too much about it because I, I feel like I've already exposed enough of my, my past <laughs> history with two clubs. But I, but I will say that uh, I went there twice, you know, on different trips to Japan. And the attention and the atmosphere was amongst the best ever ah fuck it I'll, I'll talk about it all right so <laughs> so look okay this was a long time ago so try not to judge or if you do you can judge whatever the fuck I don't fuck care. that don't judge don't judge anybody. now you got whatever people do what they do yeah it's true so the gimmick of this strip club the candy kiss so it's got kiss in the name 
is that so you so they don't have dancers on a stage. Have I told you the story before? I don't think so. Maybe. Of the Candy Kids? I can't believe it. Wow. Okay. So there's no stage. There's no, you know, women dancing on a pole or anything like that. What it is is that, you know, you, you come in, you know, they sit you down in a, it's like a, a love seat type of thing. The waiter comes around and like, hey, you know, uh, send a drink, uh, whatever, order a beer, whatever you want. They bring the drink to you. And you're kind of just chilling, like, oh, okay. I mean, the first time I went, I was like, oh, well, this is different. Like, where are the... I'm just hanging out. <laughs> just hanging out, yeah. And then, like, a minute or two later, after you get your drink, probably less than that, uh, the girls come out. The women come out. And they basically, like, whoever you're with, you know, you each person in your party, like, they get a woman that sits on your lap. And basically, it's like, it's like a hostess club. Almost. Right, 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 right. You know, and so they sit on your lap and they, you know, introduce themselves. They give you their card. They I've got card? a lot of That's cards. Adorable. I've got a lot of cards for the candy kiss. I, I save those motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, and then they proceed to, and like they're wearing, you know, like stripper type shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Lacy things over bikini shit. And yeah, yeah. 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 And so they sit on your lap and then. They proceed to undress, like take off their top, so their you know breasts are out, and like at that point, you know you, <laughs> oh man, they, you, you, you suck their tits is what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not saying I did. <laughs> I'm not saying I did, but you would not get kicked out, right? If you did, right. Um, and you can make out with them and they're there for, I don't know, six minutes, seven minutes, and then they leave. Yeah, that's some fast titty sucking action. And then you either finish a drink or order another drink. And then a couple minutes later, another round of women wow. come out and do the same thing. The place is fantastic. <laughs> and I've been there twice, like I said. And every time that I've gone, I, like two days later, or in some, and in one case, a day later, <laughs> I come down with like strep throat yeah. or <laughs> some yeah. kind of sickness. <laughs> of course. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, the candy kid strikes again. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what happens. That's what happens. That's what happens. But, uh, but, 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 but being there, oh, man, it was a blast. It was a blast. That's how it always is, man. Yeah. I, I, you know what's weird? I, I was just thinking about this right now while you're t- telling that story. Because when you're, when you're describing like you can make out with them, like, oh, somebody's for sure going to get sick or fucking whatever. <laughs> um, but, like, before... STIs and whatever, like when people were just like fucking and you know, who cares? It was so weird. Like the world was a lot shittier. Like there was no good technology and like things were dirtier and whatever. And now that things are, you know, kind of cleaner, we also, we, we get, we can't have both at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Hey, I I hate to do this to you. Well, not really. It's funny. Uh I'm going to go get another drink. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I, I will. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got this. 
I got that. I have a feeling this will be quicker than the last time. It will be. It will be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the candy kiss was a good time. Uh, like I said, I went twice. It was just one of those things. It was a long time ago. This was a long time ago. Back in my younger, my younger years. Um, current B definitely wouldn't, uh, have uh, entertained that, you know, today, but, but you know what? Hey, it's, it's a life experience and experiences are great, you know, uh, for better or worse, you know, good experiences, bad experiences, they all are there to, you know, basically, oh, excuse me, uh, to, to make you that, you know, experiences make you the person that you are. So, you know, it was, it was fun for the time, but definitely not anything that I would do now. I'm older, I'm wiser. And, uh, yeah, but you know, but being young, you know, you do stuff like that, you know? So yeah. Judge me if you want. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. At least my, my debit card didn't get declined at the candy kiss. Because again, I guess I learned from my, my trip to Prague where it's like, it's good. It's always, yeah, here's the tip. Anytime, if you're going out of the country, Always a good reminder to let your bank know that, hey, heads up, I'm going to a different country. Uh, if you see a weird charge, there's nothing going on. It's just me traveling. Don't shut my shit off because <laughs> I tell you, having that shit happen to you when you're overseas, that shit fucking sucks. So that's the uh, the more you know. Da-dum, dum, dum. So I'm trying the lime. Oh yeah, get yeah, get rid of that. I'm saying I don't think I really like the black cherry. I like the grapefruit. Black cherry is kind of whatever. Black cherry is basic. And you know, a, it's I like, like a, there's an aftertaste to that one too. Yeah, yeah. I had a black cherry earlier today. I got to talk in. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's not my favorite flavor. But it, it's it's not my worst either. It's like right there in the middle. Okay, okay. Let's you try know? this lime real quick. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm not offended by it, but I, I get what you're saying. Right, exactly. Yeah, but you've had the other flavors where you're yeah. like, wow, this lime is just... Again, so I said the black cherry was basic. The lime, it's like they gave no fucking... You know what it tastes like? To it. It's it not tastes, tart enough for me. Yeah, it tastes like if you le- if you like take a lime slice, leave it in uh, like a vodka soda, like overnight, and yeah. drink it the yes. next day. Yeah. It tastes just like that. It tastes like a flat carbonated lime beverage. That's absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, it's yeah. Seriously, like, anybody listening, if you want to know what this tastes like, make a vodka soda, put a lime in it, leave it overnight, and drink it the next day, and that's that's what this tastes like. Yeah. 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 And it's funny, because, like, usually, like, in terms of, like, lemon and lime, in most cases, lime... It's an easy win. It's an easy usually win. beats out lemon. For sure. Because lime's got the tartness. Yeah. You know, you get the little kick to it. Vastly but it, superior. But, but with the white claws, the lemon outsh- far outshines the lime, which is unfortunate for them. But I still love the white claws. I just, you know, I steer clear. These are of, wild uh, times we're living in. I don't know what to tell you. Of those two citrus flavors right there. Yeah. Well, you want to get into it? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah. I was going to say something, but then I was like, ah, no, fuck it. We don't, it's not important. So yeah, let's go. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Episodes three, four, and five. So I'm just, I I can't. Did you watch them all today? No, I saw three and four 
last week and five today. Okay. All right. All right. So they're going to be jumbled up. I don't remember what happens where. Yeah. All right. So here's my quick, because I was worried about that too, because I'm like, oh man, I got to try to remember this shit. And, uh, and I wanted to take notes, but I'm like, I fucking work a lot (laughs) all day, uh, doing everything else. And I'm like, nah, I, not going to take notes about this. I'm just going to go off the dome. Yeah. But the three big things that I'll say that occurred, and we'll just use these as like the benchmark. So episode three, they introduce Madripoor. They go to Madripoor. Oh, that's right. Which, for those of you who are watching the show, but maybe have never read the comics, Madripoor was like famous in the Mar- in the, in the Marvel uh, comic universe, uh, primarily because of Wolverine, because he spent a lot of time uh, over there. And the way they depicted it is pretty uh, faithful to the comics. It's just like this scummy, uh, where is it, like uh, Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. this island where all the criminals just run run rampant. They they run the place. So that's that was the big takeaway from episode three. They go to Madripoor. They meet, what's the name, Naples, the guy that was making the super soldier serum. Oh, right, right, right. He dies. And then episode Z- four. Zemo kills him. Zemo kills him. Zemo kills him. Yeah. Episode four, which is, is we'll, three, is three where they break Zemo out too? No, no. That's, that's, episode they break him out in episode two. Okay, okay. Yeah, episode three is. Wait, unless Mm-mm. oh shit. Well, maybe you're right. It has no, to be three. It has to be. It three. was three. It was three. It was three. You're right. I'm sorry. And then four is my favorite episode of the show thus far. You get the the Dora Milaje comes mm-hmm. in from. From a Wakanda, from the Black Panther movie, the bald-headed chicks that are just whoop all, whoop, whoop all kind of ass. Yeah. Uh, John Walker, you see him just be humili- humiliated throughout the entire show. They weren't even super soldiers. They weren't even super soldiers. He and then so you see him taking the serum. Uh, well, you don't see him taking it. Well, you see he takes the serum, but you don't see him actually inject ingest it. Yeah, ingest it, and then five. It was basically just like a come down. Well, also episode four, I mean, it ends with him killing him being John Walker, uh, murdering one of the Flag Smasher members to death with the cap, with, you know, cap shield in public, in public. Everybody's got their phones out. And then five that aired today that dropped today was a good episode. Yeah, it's, but it's, it was like it was like a it was the penultimate episode, so it was like they're just setting exactly. The they're just yeah. yeah, it's yeah penultimate episodes. They always have to dip down so that way the yeah. finale seems really big before they they rise up. So so that's yeah, I just wanted to put that out there just so it's like yeah, Madripoor, uh, Cat murders the guy, and then episode five is like the the effects of that and the consequences of that action. What happened? That was fucking weird, man. What happened? What did I do? No, no, you, you didn't do anything. I got like a wave of static electricity that just like passed over my legs right now. Like, oh, it, shit. like, like it literally like came at like that was fucking weird. I've never felt that before in my life. What the hell was? Whatever. Well, man. how much did you got plugged up around you, man? Like <laughs> it's, it's just a computer and some like music. It's, it's nothing weird. That's that was wild, dude. It's like the pulse, man. That was oh fuck man. It was like you, I fe- you, I f- yeah yeah like it went through my legs but like I feel it in my chest. That was so weird. You know what it is? What? It's because of that fucking lime. 
uh, White Claw, man. It's a conductor. It's true. It's a conductor for all that. For negativity. Okay, so episode three, (laughs) episode three, Bucky's like, I know what we have to do to stop these super soldiers. The only person who knows is Zemo. We got to bust him out of prison. And they do. Uh, Well, Bucky gives Zemo like a key card to so he can bust himself. Falcon doesn't know. And then Zemo pops up in the garage with all of them and Falcon's like, what the fuck? And Bucky's like, chill. And Zemo's like, yeah. And they're like, okay, we're a team. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what happens. <laughs> um, now I'll say this. Zemo is, as far as the MCU is concerned, one of the best villains they have. Agreed. He, he's, Agreed. He's one of the only, well, one, he's not a superhero. He's, he's not a mutant. He's nothing. He's just a guy. Um, but he's one of the few villains that's not just a carbon copy or the reverse of the hero. Of the hero, yeah. Which is like 90% of the MCU. If if you're going to pick an easy problem, that's it. Um, like all the Iron I do Man. appreciate that. That's actually a really good point that you bring up, that he's not the, the inverse of the hero. He's, he's totally That does happen unique. a lot. Yeah, Marvel. It's like, look at the Iron Man movies. Like the first Iron Man movie, yeah. what does Iron Man fight at the end? A big Iron Man. A bigger Iron and Man. In the second one, what does he fight? An Iron Man with whips. Whips. And then the and third, in the third one, one, he fights a whole bunch. Yeah, like a whole bunch of Iron Men. A whole right? bunch of Iron Men. Yeah. 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 Same thing. You look at like Logan. Who are the villains in Logan? Fucking Wolverine. <laughs> Like, Wolverine clones. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. We talked about that. I was that. like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, this, this is movie so, has I'm, I'm tired of that. Three Wolverines in it. It's got Wolverine, yeah. X23, and then the young Wolverine. Like, this is dumb. This is dumb. It's like, come on, he's got, a, he's got a he's got a he's got he's got a much uh, more expansive rose gallery yeah. than this. Yeah, like yeah. And so see, all the all the Marvel movies really suffer from weak fucking villains. And then it's like, aside from like Thanos was great. Um, he's not the inverse of anybody. But he's still like a an alien. It's you can't really relate to him so much. Oh come but, on, hey, don't denigrate the aliens now, man. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> but, right. but Zemo is just a guy. He has an actual purpose. Like he he wants revenge for something specific that they did, and he's brilliant and he can do it. Fucking great. And he um, has an ideal an ideal <laughs> ideology. Ide, ideology. Yeah, ideology. Yeah ideology that he is consistent with yeah his whole thing like when he when they introduced him in civil war his whole thing was that he was just like done because he because he lost his family uh in sokovia in sokovia which got completely fucking wrecked to all hell and age of ultron so his whole thing was like you said he's not a super powered individual he's smart he's cunning he's got money yeah but he basically was there to say look no more of these superheroes like there's, you know, the Avengers, anybody else superpowers, you know, y'all got to go. You're call, you're creating and causing more problems yeah. than what you're solving. And he and he's know? a bad guy. Like he controlled the Winter Soldier. He made Winter Soldier kill, you know, a billion people. Like he's a bad guy. He is bad. Yeah. But yeah. but his but he stays true to his conviction. Which, yeah. As we'll get into like this, uh, these three episodes show, which I was like, oh, that's actually. Yeah. The, I, you know, he's not lying about no. his beliefs and what he what he really believes in. Like, I love okay. a villain like this. This is the, the vibe I got. This is why silence of the lambs is so good. And I'll draw the parallel between Hannibal Lecter and Baron Zemo. So with Hannibal Lecter, you get a very cordial, brilliant mind. Um, who, which, 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 which movie was he in MCU Hannibal Lecter? He wasn't. 
He wasn't. Oh, I, I know. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hannibal Lecter. It's like, wait, wait, what? But that's the vibe I get from Zemo because yeah, like, yeah. they're almost the same character, like aside from the eating people thing. I, I don't know. What, I don't know what Zemo does in his spare time, but I don't think it's eating people. But like this idea that like with Hannibal Lecter, you go, okay, he's very cordial. He's helping the good guys. Um, and you know, like as a, as a watcher or as a viewer, you go, okay, he's helping them, but he's so smart that he is many steps ahead. Yeah. And, and he's, he's helping while at the same time manipulating. Exactly. And he's going to use the situation to get where he ultimately wants to be, yeah. um, which is so compelling to watch. And Zemo is, I mean, it's definitely not as deep as some silence of the lamb shit. Like that's, you know, but he has that same idea where he knows this is his only chance to escape. So he's going to work with Bucky. And then when he gets out, he knows that he can't just run. That's what like a stupid criminal would do. Yeah. He knows he can't do that because he'll get caught by them. And so he's going to work with them. He's going to actually even help them. And, and, and they're like, their um, goals align. Even they both want to get rid of the super soldiers, but yep. like he's always, and this is also where the show kind of falls apart a little bit for me, but like he, he has a plan to get ahead and get away. They, for, for me, they really dropped the ball with that, that plot, but yeah. All right. Well, I'm curious to, Okay. Well, what do you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, he's, he's helping. I mean, I, there, 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 there are things in the show. And look, I'll just say off the top, you know, we are five episodes in with this show. We got one more left. Uh, I really, I enjoy the show. Yeah. A lot. I enjoy the show in the way, well, not in the way I, I I'm enjoying this show because of how, and this is, and I'm saying this as a compliment, but I, I enjoy for how simple and basic it is. Yeah. You know, like, Especially coming after WandaVision, which I like WandaVision. Totally. You know, uh, but this show feels, uh, I mean, it's, it doesn't break any new ground. And honestly, you know, WandaVision didn't really either. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't break any new ground, but it's just a show that is confident in the story that it's telling. And I just love the simplicity about it, where it's like, they're not going to, you know, for any big kind of uh, major wows or gotcha moments. I mean, they have them in there. Yeah. But they have a story and they're just telling it in a competent way. Yeah. And I just appreciate that. And I guess, I mean, that's that's the MCU in a nutshell, really. I mean. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just I think it's very consistent. And, and I do have some small issues with it. But I just wanted to you know, put that out there just as a. You know, as how I'm feeling about this show. Like I, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. You know, it's not the best thing I've ever seen, right. but it's it's, it's something that I totally. But it's watchable. enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And I'm invested in the characters. So with this, I, I agree. So with the Zemo thing, though, it was like, okay, they break him out of the jail, and like they keep hinting that Zemo has a master plan to escape. So they're in what's the place called that you said, Madrigal. Madripoor, yeah. Madripoor. So there's a scene where Zemo is talking to some kids to get information. And then he tells the kids, don't tell any points behind Oh, well, him. that was that was in uh, the other place where, where he talks to the kids. Okay. So that he, was, uh, oh, man, there's so many, they're, they're globe hopping. Was yeah, it yeah, Lat yeah. Not, not Lat Latvia. Yeah, it was Latvia. It was Latvia. Yeah, yeah. So they're in Latvia. At the, the GRC uh, That's right. Center. So he tells these kids, like, 
Give me the information. They do because he's very charming. Then he points to Falcon. And Winter well, he Soldier. also bribed them with candy. That's what I mean. It's part of his charm. Turkish and, delights. Uh, and the Turkish delights. And then he points to them. And he's like, don't tell them anything. And they're like, got it. But then he tells them everything. Zemo tells them everything. So I was like, well, I don't understand the point of that then. There was no point to what he just did. So then that that was like the first big fumble. I was like, okay, that was like so sloppy. I don't understand what's going on. Then, like you said, the – what are the Wakandans named? The warrior women? The the Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje. They come because they find, found out that Zemo is out of prison and Bucky let him out. And um, obviously he's responsible for King T'Chaka's death. And they want that motherfucker bad. So they yeah. go in. And there's a big fight between and uh, the new Captain America's there with his friend. I can't remember his name. Lamar. Uh, Lamar Battlestar. Lamar, Battlestar. Yeah. So Lamar and Captain America, the you know uh, John whatever John Walker, John yeah, Walker yeah. are fighting the Dormelage. The Dormelage are beating the fuck out of them. It's a great scene. While in all the kerfuffle, Zemo like backs out into the bathroom and there just <laughs> happens to be a tunnel under the hotel. Okay. Dumb. So here, here's the other big, big, big problem I have. He escapes through the tunnel and he's gone. He's ghost, right? Yeah. The end of episode five, Bucky and, and uh, Falcon part ways. And Bucky's like, I got, I'm going to go find him. And then he just walks up to him in the middle of nowhere. Just walks right up to him. And you're like, Okay, one, how in the world would you know where he is? Two, if the Wakandans were keeping tabs on him, they would have gotten him first. Three, we've established that Baron Zemo is mad rich. He wouldn't have stayed wherever the fuck he was. He would have gone back to his whatever, encampment, fortress, and been safe. All of that was just incredibly dumb and just – it was just bad writing. It was just sloppy writing. Like, well, I don't know how this would actually work, so just write it and then we'll just film it and then it'll just – it'll work. That really bugged me. All right. Uh, that – okay. I wasn't bugged. I wasn't bugged by that. By that by – what by the points you brought up. And I think, you know, okay, so let's hit them one by one. So the first point you mentioned was, you know uh, – him duck, you know, slipping out during that battle. I don't think they were in a hotel. I think that was a property that he owned. Okay. Like, I, I think that was one of his places. So he kind of sneaks out. During, like, it's almost like a storm. <laughs> uh, it's like a drain almost yeah. underneath the tub. I don't. And, and then the fact that how Winter Soldier found him so quick. Uh and maybe this is just me putting this because because you're right. I mean, yeah, the writing is very loose, but the way that I interpreted it was that Zemo was not, you know, really trying to hide from what he had coming. Then why manipulate? You know, he went. Why manipulate the circumstances? Okay, that that point of yeah about why he told the kids one thing and then. I mean, look, it could have been I, – I don't have an answer for that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. But, you know, the way that I took that whole thing when, when uh, the Winter Soldier and the Dora Milaje go and they find him, I think it was just kind of obvious. You know, this guy's been locked up for however many years. I, I'll just say, I mean, 
So the time jump with the snap was five years. So, you know, when did Civil War, I'll say like, I'm just going to guesstimate and say like six years Okay. in terms of like Civil War, the snap and everything, the five-year jump. So I think it was kind of an obvious thing where it's like, oh, well, he's probably going to go want to, you know, pay, pay his respects to, you know, his family or whatever. So that didn't bother me so much. That kind of, you know, the Winter Soldier knew where maybe he might be. And I do think that, and, you know, and you, and you were saying how, well, why wouldn't the Dora Milaje find him? I mean, they established in episode four that, uh, you know, Bucky has a relationship with Wakanda, uh, with yeah. Dora Milaje. You know, so the way I, I basically interpreted it was like, look, he and it, they didn't show it in the show, but it was like one of those things where it's like they probably coordinated. Like, look, see, th- that's my you know, problem right there. Let's in, in these Marvel shows. Let's do this together. And yeah, yeah. In these I kind of have, have an idea where he's going to be. They force the viewer to make assumptions to fill in plot holes. And I, I hate. It's all over the MCU. A lot of movies, actually, but like it's all over the MCU. As much as I love a lot of the MCU, most of the MCU, um, it's all over it. Where they force you, the viewer, to fill in their lazy writing, and I, I just hate that. I, I it would take such little effort to write in a, a tracking, like a through line of yeah. how they connected these dots. It would take so little effort, and it would be easy to cut. Like you could cut. In any one of these episodes, not that they're like a ton of filler. Well, this episode five has a lot of filler, but like in any one of these episodes, you could take 30 seconds out and replace it with 30 seconds of connective tissue to make these claims valid. Yeah. Um, but they choose not to do it. And it, it, it really bugs me and disappoints me as a fan. It makes me, it's insulting. Like you think I'm that dumb that I'm one, just going to buy whatever you push. And then two, you're making, or you're making me you're making me write the show? <laughs> I have to write the show? Like you you have all these justifications cuz you're rationally and like that's what the writer should do. <laughs> I yeah, yes, yes, they should. But at the same time like I I guess look, I I understand. I mean, yes, that was uh the convenience of it all was you know, kind of eye rolling. I get it. Yeah. Um but I don't I don't know. I, I I guess for me, I guess you know, I go into. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't want to. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just my Marvel uh, fandom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cloudy my critical judgment. Like those people who think but, Episode uh, One was a good movie or whatever. Well, the, oh, wait, 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 Star Wars? Yeah. Because like, oh, they're fans. That's a whole. That's a whole other level of clouding. Where it's like that's yes, just yeah. denial. I, I know that's very extreme. I don't even don't even try to compare episode one to this moment <laughs> in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. How I'm dare not, you? Son? I'm not, I'm not, How I'm dare not. you? Come on. I mean, you, you compare the dumpster fire to somebody I, putting not, a cigarette out of the street. I'm not comparing the. I'm not comparing the works. I'm comparing the the idea, like the, the what the fans do. Like the fans will excuse it and be like, no, no, it's actually it's actually really good because if you if you really look at it, then this and that, and you're like, stop, man. It's just, it's bad. Just say it's bad. And in this, yeah, but, 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 but you, but, okay. But to your, but to your point on that, yeah, yeah, like yeah. for, for episode one, like you have to do that for, for the whole the movie, entire runtime. Yeah, I, I agree. Of I, that agree movie. I agree. This I'm is just, a small moment in the show. This is a very scaled down version of that. I, I yes, agree. I know yes. I, I made a very, like, it was a very, 
a hyperbolic comparison. A very exaggerated comparison. I know, man. You're heated. Like, oh. heated. I'm not trying to start a fight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, ultimately, that's my problem. It's like, if, if you have a plot hole because you missed something, I get it. But I don't think that's what's happening here. They just, they were, it was, it's just some lazy writing. I think which, it was just done for expediency. It was, it's like, look, we got six episodes. Let's. You're going to cut out plot points for expediency? Like, you can cut out a bunch of this garbage that's in here. Like, there's scenes of them just walking around. You, you can't take 30 seconds of that to say, like, this is how I found out where he'll be. Even if, yeah, it, but, even if it's a dumb reason, provide a reason. Give me something. I know. I know. Look, I'm, I'm not, I, I, agree I do with not you. get paid to I write do. these shows. I, I agree. I agree. Trust me, I do. I agree with you. I think the only, I think our only difference is that for me, as much as I agree with that point, because you're right. For me, it's just it just oh, it didn't it didn't hit me the same way that it obviously hit you because I felt that that was just their way of saying, look, you know, his and by his Zemo's, uh, and I'm saying this happened when episode left, but I yeah. think that was just to get him off the board. So yes. Zemo's purpose is done. Let's get him out of here. And I think, yes, as lazy as it might have been, and yes, I am filling in the gap that the writer should have uh, put on the page, but it really, like, it really wasn't, I guess for me, like, I didn't need to see that. I didn't need to see the footwork of how uh, Bucky and the Dora Milaje, you know, got together and figured out where he was going to go because I'm like, well, they're just very capable people. Sure, sure, sure. Bucky is capable. The Dora Milaje are more capable than fucking anybody. And I can can even excuse that if there was just... Why why does he... Why does Zemo present that he's controlling or manipulating a situation that he's ultimately just going to roll over at the end for? It's just like his arc didn't make sense to me. Like, I I understand what you're saying, like those exact plot points you don't necessarily need but yeah. like why manipulate any of it why not just be like yeah i'll do whatever you say like why run if you're ultimately just gonna like wait around for the winter soldier to just pop up and be like oh i got you so it, it that was the thing that bothered me like his his arc didn't it just it wasn't true to his character his character should have had a plan of how to escape and then there should have he should have tried to escape and then was captured that would make well, sense for who he is and who they are well maybe he didn't have a plan. I mean, we're maybe he but really. Th- then didn't. he's not a mastermind. Uh, well, I mean, you can't I, have it both ways. But but I mean, I, I I'm not claiming that Baron Zemo is a mastermind. I think he's a. He is a ma- That's his. That's his superpower. He's not. I, I would say mastermind. What? I just think he's a. <laughs> he's just a great manipulator. He's a mastermind. He fucking orchestrated that whole shit. What we talking about? Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. He's been locked up in prison. He's probably just like, I don't know. It's like, that was the old no, me. That's like me at the strip club. That was ago. like me during my strip club phase. It's like, that's the old me. That like, was I, a long time I used to ago. master my ways to go to nudie bars all the time, but that, that's know, not me anymore. Back in the day, I could have uh, gotten out of all this mess, but today, yeah, I don't know how it's to like, do oh, it. they got me. Because I kind of feel that, I mean, come on. It's like he saw the door Milaje in action. It was like, man. I, I know these, Brian, these ball head chicks gonna get me ridiculous. one way or the other. You are being they ridiculous. They're gonna get me one way right or the other. So. No. That is, then I'm just gonna why, bother me some why time. did he run when they were there? Because he wanted to go, you know, see <laughs> the, the, his family, the, the stone and the, the memorial. 
at least two days passes from when he escapes that hotel to when Bucky finds him at the end of episode five. So he was just like kicking it at that memorial for two days. Well, you know, he was traveling. That's travel days, dog. <laughs> he was in Latvia. He had to go to Sokovia or, like, or wherever the, the monument was. How did he I don't travel? Know. I think you're you being used, a little he hard used, on He uses ID. <laughs> well, he, he, you know, he's got one you know, ticket people. for Baron Zemo, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got his own plane, but, you know, maybe they had to refuel at a spot. It was like, oh, it's going to take a little, little time. Be, like, okay. you he's are like, come on, the dormer lies shit. on my ass. You are excusing. You are being you. You are excusing violent acts by your abuser. <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> oh, no. Marvel started punching you in the face and you're like, no, no, it was, it was my fault. I, it was my fault. <laughs> they were just trying to help me. They were just trying to show me what was going on. I don't think that that's what I'm doing. All right. Well, I, I think, I, I, yes, I, I'm obviously much more forgiving about that <laughs> plot detail than you. Yeah. But again, I do agree. It's like, yeah, they could have, yeah. you know, it, 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 shored it, up better. And it felt like a letdown for the character. Like what I wanted was I wanted Silence of the Lambs. That's what I wanted. I wanted. Yeah, but. I wanted the plan. Even if he ultimately got caught, I liked that he got caught by the Dormelage and was taken back to Wakanda, which Wakanda. perhaps later, maybe that's part of his plan. Like, I wanted to go to Wakanda. That would be dumb, but like, maybe that's it. Fine. But like, ultimately, his arc just, they just threw it away. It was very Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones season eight for me. Like, where they uh, built, they uh, built, I'm, I'm not saying it's that bad, but the yeah, idea yeah. where like they built up you, these story you. points and then at the, and they're just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> like, well, because I think let it go. And man, see, I, I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm being an apologist, and I don't mean to be, but I, I, I do think that. Are you apologizing for you know, that too? No, no. <laughs> what, what, about what? Game of Thrones? About Hell apolo- no. about being an apologist. Yeah, I guess I am. I'm sorry. I'm, apo- I'm sorry. I'm an apologist. <laughs> I'm sorry for, for for being an apologist. Yeah, yeah. But but no. But I, I I think that look they and again I can't like I agree. But I think this was their way, because like, you're you're talking about you know Zemo's arc. I think the show, like Zemo, was a plot device. Yeah, this his arc wasn't important or germane to the overarching story. That's fair. That's being told. That's fair. So I think for them, they're like, look, you know, we have all these characters to deal with. Uh, Sam, Bucky, and uh, Walker are the three characters that sure. this thing is really about. You know, Zemo was there to. You know, like I said, he's a plot device to, to move things along. It was great to see him. I don't, I don't Daniel, disagree with Daniel that. Brill's great yeah, yeah. in the role, but it was like, okay, it's time to move him off the board. And now we've got one episode left. We've got to focus on the main uh, characters in sure. this story and wrap that shit up. So why not? So that's kind of so, the, I, so I think that's just, why I was so easy about it. Yeah. I mean, like, catch him on the run. Catch him on the run. And then you could have maintained that his arc and still had the same ending. Yeah, but his arc's not done. His arc's not done. It's done. Show, it was done for the, for the show. For the show. show. That's what I mean. Like, but, you have to judge it by what it is. Who knows what's going to happen next? You're, you're, you're right. You're right. It was just it, right. was, it was, it was sloppy for me and it, it just bugged me because I like him so much. And, and I really enjoyed seeing the three of them. I love any movie where there's like the good guys have to team up with the bad guy. Yeah, me too. I mean, they, it's a, as old as time. It's just, it's a great plot device and I love it. It's, it's like a, it's like a buddy cop movie. It's like, yeah, yeah it's, this is great. I'll watch and that's what the, that's what the show is. It's like a buddy cop, and then yeah, you throw in like he's like the uh, uh, he being Zemo was, was like the uh, the Joe Pesci to uh, Briggs yes, and Murtaugh. Yes, you know? fuck yeah. You know what's yeah. funny? You you mentioned the buddy cop thing. I just saw a clip today. Uh, it was like an old clip of a Avengers interview, like where they had the panel of all of them at like a Comic Con or something, and Feige Feige was there. 
And a fan asked a question. He's like, when are we going to, this is like 2016. He's like, when yeah. are we going to get a buddy cop movie with Falcon and Winter Soldier? And everybody starts laughing. And then Kevin Feige goes like, he's laughing. And then he goes, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that's dope. That's dope. That's why he's good at his job. Mm-hmm. Cause he gives the fans what they want. Yeah. You know, so, hey, oh, oh, well, I was just going to say, so as much, you know, as a Zemo, uh, his resolution bothered you. The thing that really bothered me, nothing really. I mean, honestly, it really it didn't bother me that much. But it stood out as like, okay, well, that happened just because this next thing needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Is when uh, what was it? Episode? It was episode four. Uh, Carly and her, the guy who eventually gets fucking shielded to death by John Walker. They're at his grandfather's uh, gravestone. Mm-hmm. And they're having their conversation. He's saying, oh, you know, I used to love Captain America, this, that, and the other. But they're there to, like, they're having a moment, you know, character shit. But they're there to retrieve the remaining vials of the super soldier serum. Um, And so they they retrieve it. Carly, she straps around her waist. And then they proceed to go to the funeral service for uh, Diana. Yeah, I was unclear about that. I, she's, yeah, like, she's like the mother to all these refugees. Yeah, I'm 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 getting the name wrong. But yeah, yeah, but they go to that funeral service. And you know, watching it in real time, I'm like, okay, so they're having that moment, she grabs the serum, and then okay, then oh she's going to the funeral. She speaks about how much, you know, she loved this woman and then goes and she sees Sam up in the rafters, like waiting to talk to her. And then starts talking about, you know, how the you know, her, you know, flag smasher spiel type shit. All that was good, but it then dawned on me, like during that whole scene, cause, like after they talk, which is a really great conversation. Like I, I love, love that. That I was love that part. Yeah, the conversation between Sam and Carly and him trying to talk her down. Uh, I thought it was fucking great. Me too. Um, it was another moment of the show, and there are plenty. And again, yeah, you can say, look, the writing has. I think overall has been good. Yeah. Yes, they've skipped out on some things, but I think the way they've written Sam, they have basically presented throughout the entire show that this guy is a Steve Rogers type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the similarities between them yeah. are like so apparent, but they do it in a way through the writing where they where they don't have characters constantly comparing the two it's just it's like they you that's can see point. it just through yeah. his actions yeah that's a great point yeah because like that conversation with Carly that that Sam had and like dude like you could take uh yeah, Anthony Mackie out that's the beginning and put of, Steve in yeah that's the beginning of Endgame yeah yeah and it, and it's like it's the same people it's like and, it, and like and there are several moments throughout the series where you see Sam interacting with the character whether it's a you know bad guy you know Bucky whoever but his temperament, his calm, his cool, it's like, I understand. It's like, yeah, I I get why Steve gave you the shield. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I see it as someone watching this show. And I guess, you know, in, in the show itself, other people see it too, but Sam doesn't see it. Right. You know, and then we get into the whole thing about, you know, the fact, you know, a black man carrying the shield, like that carried its own other elements that of just shit but i just love those I, I just love how the show has has shown sam in a way where it's like dude like you are yeah a steve rogers type and i say steve rogers type meaning like you're just a good dude right you're a good dude with a good heart 
you know, he did his best to try to talk Carly down. It didn't, you know, work because you, you know, fucking up, like watching that. Fake, yeah, like watching oh, no, that, go. watching that scene. Like you know, of course, this isn't going to work. Of course, John Walker is going to come in and fuck it up. Yeah. And even when it happened, like I, I was just like you. I was so happy with how the scene was going, and I, I love listening to them talk. Like their relationship was really cool. And then I was like, I know it's going to go bad. Of course, it has to go bad. It has of course. To, yeah. And I know it's going to happen. And then when it happened, I was still like, God damn it. Like I yeah. was still upset about it because I really enjoyed that them sitting down and talking. I really enjoyed it. That's good writing. Yeah. Is that you, you're, you're mad because that's, that's what they wanted, you know? And, and I mean, and, and, it's, and the thing yeah. is like, the, and again, going back to what I said earlier about this show, just being very solid, very good, is that they're not trying to swerve anybody. They're not trying, like you knew that John Walker was going to go bust up their conversation just in the scenes during and prior to it where he was chomping at the bit you know like this guy is unwound like he's unhinged he's gonna fuck this whole thing up so when it happens and like you said we expected it but you're still mad like fuck man at the same time i have to say that i don't understand why bucky didn't stop him he's a super soldier yeah doesn't make any sense like he could literally just like pick him up with one hand and be like stop but he does and and stuff like he doesn't yeah until john walker takes the Super serum, super soldier serum. In right after that uh, great scene, all the things where he's in the way, they just don't make any sense. Like it's, yeah. it's a weird conceit you have to make, where it's like the guy. They just established these guys can't fight super soldiers, so that means he can't fight Bucky. Yeah, and Bucky could literally just stop him, but he doesn't, and it it just bugged me so much. I mean, he got. I mean, John Walker got owned by the Dormalage, and That's, not even yeah. the one that, and not even the one that the, the main one that that, that <laughs> Bucky was talking with. Like he got bitched out by another one, exactly. And then, and then in that fight, you know, she took the shield and didn't give it back to him until, it, until the other was like, "All right, give it back." I love and that moment she, too. I love the moment too. she was like, "This is mine. You don't deserve this shit." I loved that. But yeah, and exactly. And then so it's like th- that's the problem. I have a problem with any kind of writing that plays both sides of the fence with yeah. th- with the with the conceit. Like I get right. it like if you're doing it with the character and you don't know where they stand, that's fine. But like you, you can't have it both ways. You can't tell me you can't set up the rule and then break the rule and then say like no, no, it the old rule still applies. It doesn't it doesn't work. It's just bad writing. So in yeah, that respect, I- they should have found a way to like Bucky got distracted or he had to do something else or he had to leave. Like they should have taken him out of the equation so that it would have made sense for John. It would have made sense. I, I agree. And, and you're right about that. Cause that did stick out to me immediately. I'm like, how did like, cause I have expected for them to show a scene where maybe they did something to Bucky. Right. But then I'm like, well, what could he do to Bucky? Like this guy just got bitched out by (laughs) everybody. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with that. That was, that was clunky writing right Mm -hmm. there. Um, but so, yeah, to, to kind of button up my whole thing from when Carly and her dude get the serum to going to the funeral. And then, yes, like like we were just talking about, John Walker burst, burst in, interrupts the conversation, the fight ensues. And then Carly's on the run. And then she ends up losing the serum. Yeah. Because she's got like a fanny pack of it. And like she goes over this table because Baron Zemo's shooting at her. Cause, you know, cause he knows that, you know, he's like, gotta put her down. She's a terrorist. He's a supremacist, which is another great conversation they had in the film about yeah. uh, supremacy. But they, so he's attacking her. 
She goes over this table. The serum goes playing. Now, bear in mind, this is like the only serum left because everybody knows at this point that Nagel, the guy from episode three, and Madripoor is dead. The guy who created the serum is dead. So, so then Zemo, and again, talking about his consistency as a character, because he does not want more superpower people. There's that moment where he's there and he sees the vials. He's like, is this what I think it is or something to that effect? And, I, and, I'm, and I'm watching him like, you better not pick one up and even start thinking about. That's what I thought, he, too. And he immediately starts to stomping the shit out of it. And I'm yeah. like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's like because that is like, yes, he is the same way that Steve Rogers, his moral compass is like very true. Yeah. Zemo's compass of what he believes is very true. And he was not tempted at all about that shit. He saw it and like, you know, he lit up because he was like, oh, this is it. This is all that's left. I can get rid of all of this. And so he starts stomping the shit out of it. And then eventually, yeah, John Walker comes in and he finds one last vial remaining. Like a kick to the side. A kick to the side. Yeah. Yeah. But that whole thing, I'm like, I was watching that and I was like, wait, wait a minute. I'm like, if this was, if this was your last supply of the serum, wouldn't you try a little? And bit you to knew fight you had a it? place to go after you got it, and it was definitely well guarded in in this uh, memorial, this you know, Yo, cemetery. Why'd you take it out? Why'd you even take that? Like, yeah. wouldn't you just leave that there until yeah. you absolutely needed that shit? Yeah. Like what? That's like me picking up uh, a duffel bag of like a million dollars, exactly, and then saying, "Oh, okay, I got my million dollars in a duffel bag." I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to put it over here while I work out. Absolutely. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, son? Absolutely. And again, it's, it's like, like you, can get your, you can get your gains in and then go get your money. And they could have established it the same way. Just cut out the scene where they're at the grave, have the same conversation between the dude that gets murked by John Walker and Carly yeah. in their hideout where she just always has the serum with her. Like she never That would have made – She yeah. just always has it. Like She always has it on her person. Like, it's yeah. just a, that's such a – dumb choice with such an easy solution yeah that like if she it's just always on her and because they had to leave the place they were hiding in she of course has it on her but like yeah to go like i'm gonna take it out of my secret hiding spot and then why why do and that then put it and then, and then put it in a fucking uh a fanny pack type satchel but it's like that, it, it, but not a real it wasn't fanny even pack. protected it was like, not like a metal thing yeah like these vials are made of glass you can stomp on them and break them you're just yeah. it, like around your waist like what I mean, even if she, even if she, I mean, she didn't, she wasn't expecting things to go down the way they did during the Still, funeral. After the what funeral. if something bumps but, into you or you slip I was going to say, like, come on. What, what, yeah, what if you tripped? <laughs> you trip on yourself. On. And go, oh, my God. Oh, my serum. That's what I mean. And like, then you got glass in your stomach. Ex- ex- on top of that. <laughs> Thank- thankfully, you're a super soldier, though. That's what I mean. Like, that is just, like, in these, uh, this is a, it, it is an issue with Marvel. I have a lot. Like, in the last half, they start to get lazy with their writing. Like, they start to, it, it seems like they're trying to write too fast. Like their initial WandaVision is a great example of this where the first half of the show is really solid, really clever, really well put together and designed. And then when they get to the end, they're like, ah, fuck, we don't have enough time to, f- uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe this happens and oh, let's cut this out. They just start, it, it gets, they start fumbling a lot. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, it's that like, is... ultimately it's still good. Yeah. But like, but it, but it misses out on being great, great. or you know, totally. better than great. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I don't it's think it happens. It it, it it does happen in the MCU, 
uh, a lot. Now, I'm, well, for me, yeah, it, it happens it and does, it's noticeable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think more more so in these shows because you know I liked WandaVision, but yeah, it's, like I, I think I I I know I like the last episode more than you. Yeah, but even still, I found problems with it. Like it was like, oh yeah, definitely they couldn't stick the landing. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like they can set everything up. Yeah, but being able to stick the landing uh, is just as important as the setup. And it's arguably the hardest part. Like, oh, know, it absolutely it's, is. It's like I, I can always tell. Like as a as a musician, I can tell on a record when the first couple songs were the first couple songs that the band wrote because they're the most interesting, the most energetic. And then oftentimes like that was all they had. Like it's just that burst of information. And then when it comes down to like, okay, now the hard work comes in when you have to actually really try to craft more like outside of an explosion of creativity, you actually now have to sit down and it really peters off. So you'll see it like first couple songs are like, like we talk about Roscoe a lot. Yeah. And that album he put out those first couple songs, fucking great. And then it, dramatically drops yeah. the quality and because he didn't have anything else and in a lot of like movies you can see it all the time too or tv shows you can see it all the time too where it's like the initial idea for it is great and well i mean so, lost right i mean I, I never watched lost i but love, I've I love heard... lost through and through oh but, you did okay because i've always heard people yeah. shitting on the ending of that you see, uh, it, it, see with lost it's like it's an impossible situation it's it's um it's a Kobayashi Maru. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> you can't you can't win because the show is. Well, no, so, you can. Yeah, if yeah, you're, you if you're clever enough, if you're if you're William, if you're uh, I, I Captain think, Kirk. I think the ending was really for Lost. I think the ending was really beautiful and poignant. And, okay, okay, yeah, so you liked it. It's really just a matter of like I don't know what people were expecting, and there was no good way to end it. You know what I mean? Like All people right. are going to be. It's like the ending of Seinfeld. Like I remember when I initially saw the ending of Seinfeld, I was like, that sucked. But I watched it again. I don't know. I mean, many times now. But like, I've, yeah. I've seen it again years later. I'm like, oh, it's actually good. But in the moment, you can't appreciate it because you want it to be. It, it's never going to match your love and appreciation of the show. All right. So it's the Seinfeld finale actually is probably the best. I probably should have started with led with that. So thank you for bringing it up. Yeah. Because Seinfeld is, you know. I mean, the greatest sitcom of all time. It's, it's 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 a favorite of mine. Like I love that fucking show. Yeah. And so to your point, like when I saw that finale, like I I didn't hate it. I just felt sad by it. Right. Because I was sad that the, these characters that I was watching, like they're going to jail, they're yeah. going to prison. I'm like, I'm, and I was just worried about them. Yeah. Oh man, Jerry's sure. going to definitely be somebody's sure. bitch. Uh, Kramer's probably going to be all right. Uh, George is definitely going to be somebody's bitch. Like, so that's where my mind was. I'm like, I just yeah. felt sad and depressed yeah. by their situation. That's fair. But as, because like, I like, like you, I've seen that finale multiple times since and also have rewatched that in their entire run multiple times since. And now I find myself not feeling that way at all. Right. Where it's just, I think it's brilliant. Exactly. I think in the totality exactly. of these characters and how they behave, like that's it's, it. There was no other way it's this a could go. Ending. Yeah. yeah. They finally yeah. got theirs and then they end on the very first conversation from the very first episode. Yes. Like I yes. think this button's they too it high. Up. Yeah. It, um, 
Yeah, they buttoned it up. I yeah. thought that I yeah, like you know, hindsight is like I thought it was great. So yeah. and, and and Lost fell into that same thing too, where it's like there's no right way to end this because the show, the show's incredible. It's very, I mean, it's very soap opery and it gets extremely weird. But I really loved that about that. Like I just accepted it and it was great. Yeah. And the ending um, was sad and also beautiful. And it, I mean, the ending was great. So there's no right way to end it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll take your word for it. Again, I haven't seen it. I think you'd like uh, it. You'd get into it. If you ever, if you ever like want to get lost, no pun intended, lost in the show. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. That pun was, was definitely sorry, intended. There was no, it wasn't. And I knew I was going to like, say I it. like puns. I like puns. That was not a good pun though. <laughs> I thought um, it was. All right. Well, thanks. I'll take credit. For puns that. get a bad rap. It's like, come on. They're if you, great. If you, puns are great. If you're, getting, if you're getting angry about a pun, it's like, man, you know, lighten the fuck up. Dad jokes get a bad rap too. Dad jokes are great. I hear, I don't even know what the fucking dad joke is. I know what people say. Yeah, 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 I, I got you. I got you. I'm like, uh, look, I ain't a dad, but I thought that shit was funny. So. What's, what's orange and rhymes with a parrot? What's orange and rhymes with a parrot? With a parrot. Oh man. A carrot. <laughs> 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 oh man. I love that shit. It's a great joke. It's a great joke. That's fantastic. Great joke. See, that, those are the jokes that I love. The ones that are like so obvious. Exactly. Like what what's brown and, what's like, brown and sticky? A stick. <laughs> 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 if that's a dad joke, then fucking man, I gotta put a baby in somebody. Yeah, man, because I, yeah. I love them shits. The best. I love the that. Best. Yeah, yeah. I love that. All right. Well, uh, how do you how do you fit an elephant into a Safeway grocery bag? <laughs> you take the S out of safe and the F out of way. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Safeway, the grocery store. Yeah. Take the S out of safe and the F out of way. F out of way? Yeah. There's no... (laughs) (laughs) Boom! Boom! (laughs) Come on, you gotta complete the joke. Complete the joke into the podcast. There's no F in way. (laughs) Yes, my friend, yes. And that is not a dad joke. My mother told me that joke. That's a mom joke. That's still, I mean, it's still a dad joke, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's a mom That's joke. That's a mom joke. Damn, man. That was a little bit of a walk, but that was worth it. That was worth <laughs> it. People tell me jokes. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, people tell you jokes all the time. Yeah. The only joke that I've ever remembered that I can recall and say to people is that one. that one? It's a good joke. The elephant in the Safeway bag. It's a good joke. Because my mom and I had the same sense of humor. I remember the I, she told me that years ago. I was visiting her in Denver. I was like, it was like 1998, 99. It's probably bummer DMX, <laughs> you know. And and she was like, hey, I got a joke for you. And I'm like, all right, what? <laughs> it's like, how do you you know put an elephant in a Safeway bag? And I and I sat there. We were we were driving, and I'm like, take the S out of safe, the F out of way. And I'm like, well, all right, S. Out of safe, f out. Of, I'm like, there's no effing way. <laughs> and she starts laughing, and then I got it. I'm like, oh, it's like good. Mama. It's good. I like That's it. Good. That's a good joke, man. That's yeah. Joke. <laughs> hey, that 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 is a gift and a treat to everybody listening. Three All jokes, three guys. of our listeners. Just- 
Yeah, three jokes, one for each of you. Just pick yeah. one and run with it. There you go. There that you was go. good. <laughs> uh, what a nice little detour. You know, I actually want a T-shirt telling that joke. That'd be a T-shirt. We can make that. I, I did, no, 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 no. I, no, I want a T-shirt. Oh, you won a T-shirt. I won a T-shirt Whoa. telling that joke. When I uh, it was 2014. Wait, wait, wait. Your mom told you that joke in 98, 99. Yeah. Ten years later. You win a T-shirt with that yeah. joke written on it. Yep. No, 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 no. I okay. I, I'm not explaining it right. So, 2014, I'm living up in Norman, California. Amir comes to Larkspur, where I was living. Well, not okay. to Larkspur, but he comes to NorCal because he's got a gig. He's going to do some open mics in San Francisco. So he's like, "Hey, B, my nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm in your, I'm in your area. Let's hang out." So he comes to my apartment. We're drinking some beers and stuff. And he's like, hey, I'm going to go to the city because I've got some, you know, I'm doing this open mic, uh, you know, in San Francisco. And, you know, Larkspur in San Francisco is like, you know, it's like going, I mean, I'm in Culver City. It's like Culver City to uh, San Fernando okay, or something like that. Okay. So get in the car with him. We drove, we go to San Francisco and we go into the little tiny little, you know, comedy club. And so he goes up, does his set, other people do their set. And then at the end of it, the host is like, hey, anybody got a joke in the audience that they want to tell? And so some people, you know, raise their hands, they go up, they tell their joke. And, uh, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, my mom and my mom died that year, uh, which one probably one of the reasons why Mira wanted to come outside of him doing his, his comedy, he wanted to hang out with me. Um, and I raised my hand after like three people went up. I'm like, I got a joke. And so I go up there, and, and this is not a big place at all. Like, I mean, it's, it's a little open mic type thing. There's probably, I don't know, 30 people in the audience, maybe 25. So I go up, and I, t- I tell the people, hey, Brian Williams, you know, it's, uh, my mom told me this joke years ago. And I tell the joke, and it fucking killed, yo. <laughs> and I won. And they were giving out T-shirts to the, to the, to the, to the winner. Like, it was like, whoever you. has the best joke. I got you. And so I got this T-shirt. That's so, amazing, man. Uh, love you, mama. Love you, mama. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, man. Love that joke. That's great. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Shit. I don't know how we I don't know how we got there, man. I don't know how we got there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad we did. Same. All right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So... Carly takes off. She's running. Zemo destroys the thing. Um, Also, right before that, uh, Carly kills LeVar. Yeah. She throws him against a wall, breaks his neck. He's dead. Then when John Walker sees, he grabs a super serum and he takes it. You don't see him take it, but it's implied. But yeah, he, he he puts it in his little pouch. Yeah, and previously in the after episode, he after he after he knocks out fucking Baron Zemo with that shield. Yeah. I don't know how Zemo had a fucking head left. I don't either. I don't. <laughs> I'm like, and, Whoa, and, and there's some but... weird shit with the shield too. Like I, I don't understand how it bounces off of shit or how it gets stuck in shit. Like the physics of it are all over the place. Vib- vibranium, dog. It just it it's does that, what it does. What your that will black wants. magical science? I guess you ain't got to worry. You ain't got to think too hard about it. So, Lavar is dead. Okay, this part bugged me too. The super soldiers are Carly and her guys. Yeah. At this point, 
John Walker is not a super soldier. They kill LeVar. They were planning on killing uh, John Walker, too. Yeah, so like, everybody. It, it was a setup to, to, to kill them. As soon as LeVar dies and they're like, uh-oh, John Walker looks mad, we better run away. And I, I was know. Like, Why? Why? I, I don't know. Why the fuck? This is so dumb. Why are they running away? Like, this is what they wanted to have happen? And they could have just killed him right then? Hey, Carly blew up a building with, uh, like, like a lot of people in it. In it. Yeah. Was that the same episode or the episode before? The episode before. Episode before. So I'm like, I did notice that too. We're like, they really they see that he's, oh my God, I think I punched him too hard. Yeah. But I'm like, well, you guys were fighting. It was a trap And you guys are them. super soldiers and, and you guys had knives yeah. and you're trying to kill each other. I'm yeah. like, so you kill one and all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, I was shit. I was just trying to kill you. I didn't know I was going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then they, yeah, and then they bolt. I'm like, y'all could have probably finished the job. And also like prior to that, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier were not with John Walker and Lavar. They Falcon and Winter Soldier realized that John Walker and Lavar were walking into a trap, and they ran to go help them. Lamar, 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 it? Lamar. Yeah, is it Lamar? Lamar. Yes, L- you're Lamar. Right. Um, guys, I- I'm not racist. I know the difference between Lavar Burton <laughs> and Lamar from the show. <laughs> I just made a mistake, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm three white claws in. Give me a break. <laughs> don't, oh, brother. Don't come at me. Don't cancel me. I'm a good guy. Brian uh, said I'm one of the coolest white guys he knows. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know after the Mar LeVar this, mix up. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Byron, you've moved up. Oh, shit. Mitchell, you've moved up. <laughs> shit. You've moved up. There can be only one. There can be um, only one. <laughs> I once went out on a date with a girl. Before anybody comes at me, he's like, she's a woman. She was a girl. She was like 22 or something. Um, Still a woman. It's a girl. She can vote, can't she? It's a girl. She can drink, can't she? I mean, it's still a girl. Like, you know, I'm fucking with you, man. You're, you're a boy <laughs> until you're like 35, too. So it's like, you know, anyway, um, she was saying she was like trying to like, God, I was a lot older than her. So I guess I have like a little bit more uh, weight in the category of like, geeked them and nerd them about this shit. Yeah. But she was like, Oh yeah, I really like all that. She was trying to convince me that she was also like very geeky. And she was like, Oh yeah, I really like like the Highlander and stuff. Like, um, there can only be one. And I was like, uh huh. That's not how it goes. But so what else you got? Like, yeah, there can, there can only be one. I was like, no, there can be only one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> A weird, yeah. weird sex story about that girl. I'll tell you off air. B. <laughs> It's oh too, wow! It's too graphic. Um, She's like, they're. Can- <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of something. <laughs> so anyway, back to Falcon and Winter Soldier. There can, there, was it? There could be only one orgasm. No, no, kinda, kinda, just hers. She had no problem coming all over my face. And when I came on her face, she had a big problem with it. Anyway, oh um, anyway, double standards, man. It's like you want to be treated equal. It's like, come on now. I know. Quality goes both ways. You don't know the struggles of the middle-aged white male. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, it didn't make any sense why they ran away. It would, again, they're just like, I don't know, just make them run away. So they do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did it just to to. It's, it just to get them in the to next lead scene, to the end. Yeah. Which again, it's it's. I mean, that is the literally the definition of lazy writing. If you can't figure out how to get someone from point A to point B, just put them in point A and then point B. 
I don't know. It's, it's whatever. While I was watching, like I saw it happen, but I was still more or less enjoying the show. It's fine. Well, and you and you want to know why you were still enjoying it? Because as lazy and I, I like the as, characters. Right, well, you like the characters, and because yes, they propel the thing forward without really either showing you how something happened or why these characters would do a thing when they're already trying to kill each other anyway. It's like for me, it's like yeah, Carly, you killed that guy. That's one less person. Y'all got to fight. So keep fighting. I thought you were I'd trying like, to no, kill that guy. We got to go. We got to go. So you think about it where it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. And this isn't to excuse it. But yeah. what Marvel gets away with is that they, they move do on it to because, the big because they statement. know yeah. that the thing that's going to happen because of this yeah. lazy writing. And I'm putting air quotes. It's not lazy. It's, back to, it's genius. Writing, no, it's lazy. Is that it it's lazy. resulted in that scene, in that moment of Cap, not Cap. I take that back. I'm so sorry to say that. How about John they Walker. run away because they're losing the fight? That would be less to think about. It would. It would. But they got to get rid of uh uh. Now, now, what's his fucking name now? Lavar. Lavar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I forgot it. I was like, oh shit. Damn. What's that brother's name? No, no. Battle Star. Like, you, <laughs> you, you can have the same result that they they run, but just make it because like. They all like the the heroes get so mad that they're whooping the soldiers, the super soldiers' yeah. asses. So then they run. It would have taken just as the same amount of time. Nothing would have changed, but you would have had a. It's it's not a great reason for them to leave, but it's way better than just like, oh, we should just leave. <laughs> this is dumb. Well, maybe they had like a plane to catch. Come on, B, cut it out. You Stop know, excusing I, they shit. I'm not. I'm just saying we Hold don't know. Hold them accountable. They might have had a plane to catch. They might have had a plane to catch. So, yeah. yeah. So, then ultimately, they all run. Cap, or the, the new Captain America, John Walker, catches the guy who said... From the cemetery. In the cemetery, who previously, you know, a little bit of foreshadowing earlier. And <laughs> yeah, talk about his love of Captain America when <laughs> I, he was I young. I really looked up to him. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's a good thing. I hope you love this shit right here, this son, because, like, uh, yeah, you're about to get murked by Captain America. Not the Captain America you liked, yeah. but another who's a, one. Who's a super soldier at this point. Yeah, yeah, he took yeah, and yeah, he's taking the John Walker's taking the serum by this point, and he with the edge of the shield, the guy's laying on a set of steps, and he bashes his skull in. Shield's covered in blood, and like B said before. There's a group around with camera phones and shit, and everybody, stuff. everybody, not a group. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's like a flash mob of it's people, like the whole city with their phones <laughs> yeah. out, just filming the whole thing. Yeah, so. That's I thought end. it was a great episode. I look, look ultimately we, I still like the episode for sure. It was a fun episode. Yeah. And we didn't even talk so so as cool as that moment well, not cool, because the guy he I mean fake cat murdered <laughs> this dude. It, but as power, impactful it's a big moment. Yeah, yeah. Impactful. It's a big moment as impactful as that moment was. I, I like episode four had a lot of those moments for me. Uh the Dora Milaje, like when they came in and they beat the shit out of basically everybody, was dope. And the 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 main bald head chick that Bucky was talking to. When they were fighting, and she did the fucking the nerve yeah, attack, and dope. his arm fell off. Was I was like, "Oh, was shit, son!" That was like the mic drop. That was like you're and you're in a freestyle session with somebody, <laughs> and you just murk a dude so bad, or a girl, or a woman, where you're just like, "Yeah, it's the meme." Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, like she yeah. just she knew exactly what to do, and then and then Bucky's like, "What the fuck?" I love that. <laughs> I, you know, all, and all, all the Dora Milaje stuff just. 
here's a winning recipe, guys. If you make someone powerful and mysterious, it's fucking rad. Like, it is. And if you don't clear, this is like I said, I, th- I think I said this about John Wick. Maybe I said it on Porb. But like the beauty of John Wick and why it works so well is because they don't, they never fully establish the rules. So they can keep adding and bending and changing them at will. And, and that also, so then you accept everything. So that's key. And then two, uh, <laughs> that's the Fast and the Furious franchise. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then two, you are also, there's always an air of mystery around it because it's not clearly defined. And yeah. that is inherently compelling. And with the Dora Milaje, the second they show up, you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot about these people. And Oh, what the fuck? They can do that and they can do this and yeah. they're amazing fighters and, so the, their whole thing was great and they were tracking Bucky and like they just yep. pop out of the shadows like great good job guys I, it it was it was fucking incredible it was great and and I, you know I, you know they they were introduced in uh Black Panther were they in Civil War cuz that's when the Black Panther was introduced I don't no, remember seeing no. Romalaje maybe they were like in the background in or the something background, like that yeah 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 we didn't know but this this shit right here. They didn't have that this, much to do in Black Panther, like the. Uh, no, the one, the one chick did. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that's right. That's right. From Walking from the Walking Dead, but after seeing how they were oh, yeah, on, right. on this episode, episode four, I was like, okay, yeah. like Marvel, y'all got to give them a show for sure. Y'all got to do a show about the Dormilaje and like them just going international. Like, I would imagine that there's something in the works because like, everybody be. is like, holy shit. They were, yeah, rad. I would and hope so. They were great. They were really good. I would fucking eat that shit up. Yeah. Like I loved, I love them. I love them in the show. Give, give us the show with Zemo in Wakanda. Let me see what that story. Like, yeah, I yeah. Would, that'd be fucking fascinating. It's going to be him in his, in his jail cell, just dancing to <laughs> the techno music that ain't playing. <laughs> yeah. Do the Zemo. They, mm, they were mm, great though. Mm. And like you said, that shit, she does the fucking voodoo touch on his arm and yeah. it just falls off. It was She's great. Like, boom, 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 boom. And it just falls. It was great, <laughs> like, man. It was great. It's like me, like when I'm, when I'm with a woman and I'm trying to put my condom on and, I, and I'm feeling <laughs> with the package and I'm like, oh no, oh no. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, oh, That's the worst moment. Like how I, you just uh, between opening and putting it on has to be. It's like changing a tire in a pit crew in a NASCAR race. Like it's got to it be is. the fastest thing possible. Man, man. See, you understand. Of course. And I'm sure maybe, you know, other people understand. But that I remember the first time Amir told me told me that where he, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I was trying to I couldn't get the condom open and i just i just lost it of course and he told me this in college and i was laughing i'm like nigga you really you couldn't because you because of that i think i think i think seinfeld had a joke that it was like it's the woman's chance to get like a second chance of like "Eh, i'm not really into this yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) but yeah but that's a real thing sometimes it's like oh man the the best way (laughs) is during oral sex you open it Oh, I've learned. I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I've, it's I've grown man learned. shit for any. It's grown man shit. Yeah. Young men coming up to save yourself some embarrassment, and usually the girl doesn't care. But I mean, she'll talk shit about you to her friends. But like, for you yeah. to save your <laughs> to save yourself from that feeling, yeah. During the oral sex, open it, get it ready. The second you want to transition, put the thing on and and go for it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. got to be one's kind of a like I I've kind of learned. Again, like you said, it's experience. Just experience. Yeah. It's just like when I know it's about to go down, t- yeah. it's just 
like a man. I'm like the Flash. And here's the like, other thing too, like <laughs> older, <laughs> older women, older women understand that too, and they yeah. will they will participate in the process to make sure everything runs smoothly. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. thank you to them as well. Because <laughs> it's just a thank temporary setback. It's exactly. just a small temporary setback. I'm like, no, I'm good. Trust you me, both, I'm good. You both want to go to the next room, <laughs> so it's like let's both work together to make yeah. sure this happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the so, Dormelage yeah. were dope. <laughs> yes, they were. Yes, they were. Oh man! So the, yeah, episode four ends with the blood. Episode four ends with the blood on Cap Shield, and uh, okay. that's how it goes off. Like the yeah. camera's panning around him, and you see the blood, yeah, splattered on the shield, and it's like. And again, I'm just thinking to myself, Sam, see, the fuck, dude, like, why'd you give that shield away? Yeah. Which I like, they really address in episode five, and you come to terms with all of that stuff, and it was good. Yeah. Episode five tonally was all over the place. Uh, sometimes good, sometimes not good. But the very beginning, again, just talking about weird writing, John Walker is walking away, <laughs> and he just walks into a warehouse where Bucky and Falcon are. I'm like, well, they were. Well, they were. They followed him. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Because you saw at the end of episode four, like when he after he killed uh, that flag smasher, you see Bucky and Sam like there. So it, I mean, episode oh, five you're literally right. picks you're right, up you're right, you're right. right after that moment where he's just, right. he's just walking trying to get away. Okay, and they just followed him to wherever he went. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, you're and right. uh, and I actually I actually liked how it started. And again, like it goes back to the simplicity of this show where. There's no big surprise or yeah. well, how like what's gonna happen to this guy after you just killed this guy on on you know in front of everybody and everybody got the videos out to the world. They were just like, well, he killed him, he murdered a motherfucker, and people posted that shit and on they TikTok saw it. and yeah. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. They saw it. Yeah. Bucky and Sam were there and they followed him and they instantly engaged and said, Gotta give back the shield. Right. And I just love how they just went immediately into that. Yeah, it's like, that's we got to drag this shit. It's like, you all, are, you, all three of you guys are there. He just murdered somebody with Steve Shield. Yeah. It's like, you got to give it back. And yeah. I just, I love that encounter and the fact that they just, they just got to it so quick and so tidy. Yeah. And I thought that was good. I, like, yeah. I liked how it opened. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I didn't. I didn't remember that they watched, They followed him over there. So yes, yeah. you're totally right. And so yeah. So they ultimately they win. It's a bad fight. Steve, uh, John Walker fucks both of them up pretty bad. He rips Falcon's wings off, and he yeah, fucks he, up yeah, Bucky yeah. real bad. Like it's a it's a big fight. No, okay. So that is the thing again. Going to the yeah. writing. Like these guys just fought Thanos. Been, they can't. It's been, it's been demonstrated. By the flag smashers that just because you have the serum, like that doesn't make you a fighter, yeah. a world-class fighter. Like Bucky's been murking fools for fucking like 50, 60 years. Yeah. So even even if. Yeah, he's like 110 even, years old. He, he could fuck yeah. this guy up. Even with, yeah, John Walker having the serum, I'm like, I just expected Bucky to just take care of him real quick. Because he's, I mean, John Walker got demolished by the Dormelage. Yeah. By everybody that he's fought. Yeah. And, already. and not only like Bucky, who's a world-class assassin who yeah. should be able to handle this no problem um but falcon is also there too <laughs> like yeah sam samson has been sitting back like hey you take care of that yeah but <laughs> so, like, yeah I, I agreed while i was watching i was like there's no way <laughs> that this guy could fight off both of them there's both no way them. yeah like yeah. one of them would be almost impossible for him but there's no way he could take both 
It's especially, especially Bucky. Especially Bucky. Who's I mean, also he's got, a super he, soldier. He's got a fucking soldier. vibranium arm. He's got like, that arm. Yeah. I mean, unless he had, you know, he was worried the arm might fall off again. Yeah. But it's like, dude, like, there's no Dormelage in the vicinity. It's, it's like, just, it, it just didn't make sense. That fight went on way sense. too long. It was for the very sake long. Of the action. Yeah. And that was that, that that was the thing that I'm like, all right, yeah, that's not realistic. Yeah, it's it like, was you just show me how this guy was getting his ass handed to him the past like three, two, three episodes, like without the serum. Yeah. Just because he got it, yeah, he's stronger now, but don't mean he can fight. I love you know? this part where Falcon like shoots like a rope around uh, John Walker's, I don't know if his shield or something, and he flies away. Yeah. He's trying to take it, and John Walker's on the floor using the ground as resistance to pull back and then falcons up in the air he's touching nothing and he's like making like a uh, like he's pulling face but he's not pulling anything (laughs) (laughs) his rocket pack is shooting but he wouldn't he wouldn't be exerting any force to like make his rocket pack go but you know what it was you know what it was so john walker was pulling and it was pulling the harness into Sam's body, OB. you know his back, his shoulders. You he's generous, not a super soldier. Generous, nice. He's not a super person. soldier. No, no, but it's true. They painted it's it. It's like as, if you have a backpack on. They painted it as tug of war. They painted it as tug of war, and that they were both struggling with tug of war. It was no. It was. I mean, the war was won by John Walker, was, <laughs> but 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 poor Falcon up in the air was being tugged on, and it was like, oh man, this pressure is getting yeah. to me. Yeah. That's so why anyway. He was the fight goes on too long. Falcon gets his r- wings ripped off, which I like. That was cool. Um, and, and that's the only believable part like of that fight. That like, yeah. yeah, Falcon is just a guy and he's just wearing a suit. Yeah, okay. But ultimately they win. And then it cuts to... So, that, so that's the last action of the show, of the, yeah. of the, the episode. Then this is where it gets tonally very weird. Like it's all over the place. Sometimes it's like a bromance movie. Sometimes it's a montage movie. Sometimes it's like a family trying to save the farm movie. Like it's, it's really kind of like it doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> it was all over the place. None of it, none I, of it was necessarily bad. I enjoyed watching yeah. it. It was just like I just kept thinking to myself, well, like tonally it seems like Maybe there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Like there's there's a bunch of stories here. They're trying to tell them all at the same time, but they don't kind of know how they go. Oh, that's interesting. I, I didn't I didn't uh, feel that the tone really changed at all. Um, it definitely was a a come down yeah. episode. I mean, like you said, outside of the opening, like it was all the rest of the episode was all just set up to whatever's going to happen in the final episode. Um, but I the yeah the the montage of Sam. Uh, working out, yeah. doing push-ups and running. I'm like, are, are you doing this in a day? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it's like yeah. trying to show him getting stronger because he got the shield now. I thought that was a little hokey. Meanwhile, it's little, like he's already a superhero. And yeah. you already showed him without his shirt off. He's fucking jacked. It's like, like it's like, dude, you've been you've been fighting this entire series, yeah. and the, the show started with you jumping out of a fucking plane yeah. to go rescue yeah. uh, John Walker, who they still haven't brought that up. And maybe I was wrong that it was him that he yeah. saved in episode one. But like I said, I saw that episode twice. Yeah. That was definitely fucking Wyatt Russell that That's he weird, saved. weird, man. That's weird. But they haven't met unless they bring it up in episode six. Yeah. Or maybe you just got to watch it a third time. But, but yeah, uh, that the whole montage of him, like him throwing the shield, I was like, okay, that's cool. Yes. He's trying to learn how it works. Yes. But, yeah, the him I don't working him out, I was like, push. what? He's already strong. Yeah. I'm like, what is this, Creed? I'm yeah, like, ex- exactly. Like, they, they, like, you ain't Michael B. Jordan? 
<laughs> they wanted the fuck, to give man? him they wanted to give him the glory shots, which is fine. But like just show him throwing the shield without his shirt on. If that's what you want to show. Like you want to show yeah. this jack dude and create a little bit of sex appeal. Great. Uh, no problem. But yeah, like I, it was silly. I thought that was really You think silly. we don't know that he can do push-ups? Yeah. I know. It's like we he's been taking care of himself from episodes 1 to 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 now. I'm Remember like, when you introduced him in Civil War? Yeah. Uh no, Winter uh Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier and on your left, on your left and he was running and Cap kept yeah. passing him. Remember like we already know he can run we already know he works out <laughs> yeah. and he's been fighting with the avengers since winter soldier we know he can do it he's been doing this a long time there's just no need for this fucking 80s workout montage like i don't need yeah. to see it that was for me the worst part about the episode i thought the episode was fine for what yeah. it was i mean you're right i mean it was it was the the opening of them confronting john walker and then seeing john walker uh, basically being, you know, he had to go uh, stand in front of the committee and, you know, they basically stripped him of his Captain America title. They took away his benefits and everything. I was like, fuck. And speaking of Seinfeld, yeah. Julia Louis-Dreyfus shows yep. up as, uh, I forget her name, but she's like Madame Hydra in the comics. Yeah. Uh, and basically, a, a you know, real-life billionaire heiress. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And offers him a job, essentially. I mean, they that's what she's basically was alluding to yeah. with that conversation. Uh, so it's hard not to see her like in that role. Like I just kept thinking, like, oh, this is Madam Vice President from Veep. I was thinking that, and I was just thinking Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or her in Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah, she was playing herself. Yeah, but I love her. I love she's Julia. The best, man. I'm glad. It, man, the MCU, man. I know they can get anybody. I mean, actors know, like, look, if you want to be seen and stay relevant and stay on people's minds so you can keep getting work and still be in the spotlight, fucking jump in one of these MCU yep. shows, man. Just get in. Get, get that Marvel check. Just get that Son, Marvel check, dude. daughter, get they it. get it. They get it. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, can we take a pause? I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs>
I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, I just got back too. I was I was I was trying to, to get it out, but my my bladder was like, nah, so nah, motherfucker. Like, I'm glad you brought it up. I didn't want to make you like wait on or you know vamp by yourself. So I was I'm glad you brought it up because I had to go too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did I do? Went right and got out of the cool light. Same here. I'm I'm, I'm on to raspberry. <laughs> oh, raspberry's good. Is did it? you taste it? I like the raspberry. It is good. You know what it also... I do like that. You know what yeah, it also yeah. tastes like is... Um, damn it. Raspberry? <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry? No, there's like a... I don't mean this in a bad way, but there's a medicine that has that same flavor. But it tastes good. Robitussin? Is it Robitussin? Get that testing opinion? Or maybe I'm thinking no. The, uh, the test is like usually cherry. Cherry, yeah. No, no I'm thinking yeah. of, actually. It's not medicine. It's um, what are those called? Smarties. Those little. Candies. Oh yeah, the fake like, ass uh, sweet tarts. Yeah, yeah, fake sweet tarts. Yeah, it tastes like. Yeah. Oh, I never. Yeah, I'm not a Smartie fan. All right, all right. Let's not get into a whole thing about it. Yeah, I mean, sweet tarts are the superior confectionery treat. I agree. I agree. I mean, Compared to Smarties, I mean, yeah. they're not my favorite candy either. You know, Red Vines is where it's at. Oh, what the fuck? How have we gone? Whatever. Fifteen. Don't tell years? me. Don't. Don't tell me you're a Swizzler. I don't like right. either of them. Oh, okay. All right. Licorice I'll take sucks. <laughs> Red Vines don't. That's licorice. It just sucks. It's like I don't know butterscotch candy or something like that. Like I like butterscotch candies too. I actually like butterscotch candy yeah. too. I was just thinking of something to. But Who doesn't? I, I don't like licorice though. I don't like, I like ta- a junior I like, mint. I love a junior mint. I don't yeah. like taffy either. I'm not a big taffy guy because that yeah. shit. You know, I always I'm always scared that uh, it might pull out one of my teeth or something. Yeah, like, like the flavors I think in taffy are good, but I don't I don't enjoy eating the candy. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The flavors okay. It's just consuming it is the problem. Yeah. Well, we really got into it, man. We, <laughs> we really broke it apart. Okay, All right, so, but gummy, gummy bears are the best, though, right? Now, that I will have to agree with. Gummy bears yeah. are the best candy of all time, for sure. You know, weed infused or just gummy bears, you know, yeah. uh, uh, plain are yeah. always good. Agreed. By far the best. Yeah. All right. So where this are we? This is why we're friends. This is why we're I friends. I man. I, I can't believe we've never just sat down and shared a bag of gummy bears like chums. <laughs> <laughs> The Haribo, right? Like that. Of course. That's got to be the gummy bear. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Anything you know, else is that. Surprisingly, has really good gummy bears. Uh, Sprouts makes like their own candies too. And their gummy bears are really good. You know what? I've had those. Yeah, they're good. The, the ones that, that you get from like the, the, yeah. the bin. Yeah. Like you, yeah, yeah. Because Akane, she, she used to go to Sprouts all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I started going because I was going with her. And yeah, their gummy bears are pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Sprouts is great. I love Sprouts. Sprouts. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, expensive. Yeah, their produce is so good. Well, the but the produce is actually cheaper than yes than uh, like other stores. Yeah, but yeah, for produce. But for anything yeah. else, it's expensive. Yeah, it's a little yeah, it's a little pricey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what's funny? Speaking of the chums sitting down enjoying a bag of gummy bears, I was uh, on Thursday. <laughs> I um, I didn't want to work out. Like I'd finished working, and then my son was here at Grayson, and he was like. Um, Cause he's been working out with me a lot. He's been getting really into it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like every night when we're brushing our teeth, he's like flexing in the mirror and trying to see his muscles and shit. It's adorable. <laughs> and he's like, I'm, I'm strong daddy. I'm like, yeah, man, you are strong. And anyway, on Thursday he was like, uh, he wanted to work out. So I was like, all right, let's go. So we go down to the garage, we're working out. 
And uh, we did with him. It's like he's a kid. You know, he shouldn't be doing like weights. So I get he has like two pound weights that he can do, which is plenty yeah. heavy for him, and it's not going to stunt his growth and everything like that. Um, so I'm using my weights, and he's doing his, and we do a little bit of weights, and then uh, we do a little uh, kickboxing, and then we did abs at the end. And while we're doing abs, we're doing like I don't know, like leg raises or something like that. And uh, he was kind of far away from me. So I scooted over to him so I could be next to him. And he was like, he's like, uh, oh, you wanted to be close to me, huh? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, that's because we're best buddies. And I was like, yeah, man. Oh. We are. It was great. Oh, it was man. Great. It was great. Oh, damn it. Yeah, man. We start to tear up and shit. Man. Yeah, man. I Stuff like that. Oh, that's, like, that's beautiful. It was really special, man. And, you know, like uh, the week before... When he was here, I had him last weekend, and um, we're at breakfast or lunch, maybe it was dinner, whatever. We're at the table, we're eating, and he was asking. He's like, um, "I think it was Sunday night, whatever it was," and he was like, uh, "Do I get to stay here during the week?" I said, "Oh, your mom's coming on Monday," and he just blurted it out. He didn't mean to do it, but he just blurted it out. He's like, "I wish I could just stay here." I feel so bad. Like I, I went through that as a kid. I know how hard it is. I know you do too. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I take no pride or joy in like that. He prefer to stay here. It made me sad. But as soon as he said it, I know he like immediately stopped and he realized like, I didn't want to say that, like, you know, which I also don't want him holding these things in. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. So I, I just, I, I immediately stopped. I turned to him and I could see like his face was kind of like quivering a little bit. So I just, I grabbed him and put him on my lap and I'm just, I'm holding him. He's crying. And, uh, yeah. And I'm just like, I let him cry for a while. I didn't say anything. And then after a few minutes, I was like, you know, I'm sorry. I, I wish I could give you a home where you could just stay forever. And I'm sorry. It's not like that. I went through that when I was a kid too. If you know, I'm always here. You want to talk about it? Um, yeah, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, that's that's gotta be rough. It's brutal, man. Brutal. It's gotta be rough. I yeah, I went through that with my dad. Like, oh, I want to stay. Yeah, that kind of stuff. When you when you when you started that story, I thought at first I thought, thought Greg was gonna, gonna be gonna happy. Stay. No, no, no. It was gonna be like fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> like give me space, I don't man. Leave. I don't oh, yeah, want to yeah, leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like fuck. I want to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say some shit like yeah. that. Like, or or he was gonna be like shit. Yeah. It was funny Shit. too, like, cause you know, it's like, I, I told him, I mean, years ago, he's six now, but I told him years ago, like, there's no such thing as bad words. They're just, they're, I call them grown up words. Like, these are words that grown ups use. Kids don't need to use them yet. Cause there are no such thing as bad words with maybe like two exceptions. There's like bad words. Um, but I was like, they're just words. They're just words. And you're not, uh, you're not not allowed to say them. You can say whatever you want. And I tell him, like, it's fine. But, you just, you know, they're not really for kids. So, like, if he'll hear somebody say shit, he'll be like, they said the grown-up word for poop. Um, <laughs> but he knows the meaning. I, 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 love I, that. I tell him. I tell him. I tell him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then, like, because I know it's fun. I remember when you were a kid and you know, an adult would, like, swear in front of you and you'd be like, oh, that's dope. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you get, like, a charge out of it. So I'll do it sometimes for him, too. Like, he'll be like, oh, they say the adult word for poop. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, he said it to me. Yeah. Something spilled the other day. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. And I went to go clean it up. 
And uh, he's like, you said the adult word for poop daddy. I was like, oh, I know, I know. I said shit. And he starts laughing. And shit like that's so funny, man. So <laughs> it pops him. It pops him. It's like, <laughs> it's yeah. like I, can't wait. I can't wait till I'm old. I can start saying that exactly. shit. Exactly. And, like, and, 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 and I let him say it. Like, if he wants to say the word, I'm like, yeah, man, say it. It's fine. Like, he'll never, like, be like, ah, shit. But he was like, oh, they said – and he knows that he's, he's – they said shit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you go ahead. You can say it. Yeah, just shit. a word, man. Don't be scared yeah. of words. Say it. it sounds good when you say it. It feels you know? good. It feels good it's to cathartic. say it. It's cathartic. You Smart know? It's people like, cuss, shit. son. Smart people cuss. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Us too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. I don't even know where we were. Where, uh... where were we? Uh... Veep came. Oh, the montage. The, the montage. montage. The whole montage yeah. and all that with Sam. I mean, look, I thought, I laughed. I chuckled. I was like, oh, this is, this is cool. Totally. As fuck. Uh, that's what I mean that, by tonally. It was weird, though. Like that montage okay, okay, was but that, super yeah. out of place. Then, okay, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, that was really the, my only, my biggest, not, not issue, but the thing that I would, you know, if, if there's any like kind of negative or just corny thing, I'm like, yeah, that whole montage thing was just silly. Yeah. So uh, but I loved the interaction with him and Bucky, Sam yeah. and Bucky. The, the, um, the, for lack of a better term, like the bromance stuff is great. The way they interact with each other, you know, their hesitancy to be vulnerable around each other, but like they're obviously deep love for each other. I mean, they're, which is grown, which totally. is grown. Like, like, like in, in like just in this series alone. Yeah. And it's, which it's again, earned, like I think is good and yeah. it's earned. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, they obviously, I mean, they never, I mean, this, when the show started, like, they never hated each other. Right. They just weren't close. Yeah. They were just, they were and, soldiers together on the same team. Yeah. And on the same other. team. Yeah. yeah. Who, who befriended the same guy who's no longer around. They had a mutual friend. They had a mutual friend. And, you know, this episode, you know, you kind of, they, they've, they have come to a point where, you know, I mean, I don't think, I'm not to say that they respect each other. I think the respect was always there. But yes. Yeah. They've, they reach a, an understanding of one another, you know, uh, you know, Bucky apologizes about, you know, the, about, you know, kind of going so hard at Sam about rejecting the shield. I, I um, love that he made it a, a, he didn't just allude to why he yeah. didn't understand. No, he states he, he, he said stated it. Out, it. I, I couldn't understand. It'd be impossible for me to understand what it's like to be a black man holding that shield. I oh, love that. After they, he, after he and, he, and he comes to this, and after, you know, uh, Bucky learns that Sam went to go talk to Isaiah yeah. Bradley, the, the black uh, super soldier the that first was super introduced. Yes, yeah, that's the thing. Like in the or, comics, or, or I guess alongside he was, Cap, yeah. he was alongside. He was like after, like because they were they were trying to uh, basically, I mean, replicate this thing. Right. And they did the whole ski experiment on him and you know the other brothers in his regiment. That's why we're at regiment. Yeah, I think so. Regiment, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that, the comment, you know, so so Sam goes once Sam gets the shield back after that initial skirmish with John Walker at the beginning, he pays a visit to Isaiah and I thought that was really good yeah. scene as well. Um I like Sam and you know it, the more that I watch the show the less that I'm seeing my ex-brother-in-law. I, I would imagine so, the personalities are very very different. Very very different. Yeah. So you know it's actually been good that I'm watching the show. Like this is the most of uh, Anthony Mackie that I've consumed. And from, I mean, from week to week to week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's, it's mean, actually helped. Like I'm, 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 I'm seeing less of my brother-in-law and right. more of this, his own man, like Anthony Mackie. So outside of Papa Doc, I can't picture him in other movies though. He was in, I mean, outside of the Marvel stuff. I mean, I know him more from the Marvel stuff and then, you know, yeah, and eight he, mile. Yeah. But, uh, he was also in, um, dude, the, uh, the, the sci-fi Netflix show. That came out a couple of years ago. I think they did two seasons. It was the one. Of, it took place. It's like it took place in the future. The people Altered were, Carbon. Altered Carbon. Terrible show. He was in that. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. But he was I in that one. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he in I mean, there? He was. Yeah. The first season was all right, but yeah, it was like no, it was not. But I said all right. No, it was not. It was terrible. Not saying it was good or anything. It was, <laughs> it was entertaining enough. Okay. But, uh, wow, I don't remember him in that. Okay. Yeah, but you no, know, I, I I I liked the conversation that he had with Isaiah, and you know, it's like Isaiah was basically just. So I like Sam, I do, I really do, but at the same time, he's so fucking naive. Yeah, about things where it's as a as as a as a, a brother as a black man myself, like I the things that Isaiah was saying, I'm like, well, why are you like? Like Sam, why are you finding like why are you shocked by any of this? Right. It's like you should know. Right. You should know. You know, uh and it just like that so for me the the writing in that didn't really land with me for Sam. Like it it's like you can't be that naive. Yeah. You know, it's like you You're growing in the military. Yeah. You're first of all, you're you're black in this country. Yeah. You're in the military. You you know, when when Steve first meets him, you're in D.C. Uh, it's like you can't be this naive about yeah. the world just because you've been palling around with the Avengers and Captain America and everything. Right. Uh, you're from uh, Louisiana. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right. It's like, come on, man. You can't be this right. naive about how the way the, the world works. And that's kind of what Isaiah was telling him. And it's like because, you know, Sam felt so like shocked about how he was treated and everything. And it's like, dude, it's like. That shield, and I love, I love when Isaiah is talking about the the stars and stripes yeah. and that shield. It's like I don't want that shit. Yeah, that shit don't mean nothing to me. Like that don't like. <laughs> it's an unfortunate position to be in because in that moment, Sam has to serve as the audience. Like he, that's the role he's playing is the audience. He has to hear this stuff yeah. and then react as the audience would react. He can't act like he already knows this, or else the audience will feel alienated. Like they can't then accept this information as new information if they don't already know it. Because obviously that scene is not for black people. It's for everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think, you know, yes, you're right. But like, and I'm sure that's probably what they, but again, an easy way around it. I think if I don't know what their writing room was like, but my guess is perhaps there wasn't enough black voices in the room. Cause I think, I think most black people would echo your sentiments there. Yeah, I was, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the writers, you know, the writers room, because I was thinking the same thing. And I hadn't thought about that until that scene with with uh, Sam and Isaiah, where, yeah. I, where I actually wondered, it's like, I wonder if there were any, any black folks yeah. in the room writing this or, or, or just working on the show. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the better way around it would still have the same scene, but either replace Sam with Bucky or have Bucky with Sam and then Bucky plays the role of like shock and the audience, the white audience. And then 
Sam and Isaiah can convey to Bucky that like, yeah, man, this is what it's like. That would be the way around it to make it more truthful. Yeah. But they, but, but they, I mean, they already, uh, yes, there's, that's one way they could have done it, but they already established, you know, the, the relationship with Isaiah and, and Bucky. Yeah. And I don't know. I think sometimes it's like, you don't need to, to dumb things down. Yeah. Uh, that much when yeah. you're talking about things that are real and again, that are real, that are happening mm-hmm. now. Like again, you know, I, you know, I'm watching this scene this morning of, uh, old black, uh, cap super soldier who was experimented on who was basically it wasn't just him it was him and his whole like i said it was like a tuskegee experiment yeah a whole they bunch experimented of on him and his and his uh i don't know i'm not a military guy but his yeah. platoon the people that other other black guys um they gave him all serums his ended up being the one that worked and, you know, they ended up basically just imprisoning this guy after he disobeyed orders to go rescue uh, his platoon that were captured. You know, he broke out of wherever the fuck they were. He brought them back and was, you know, penalized for it. And then uh, also, like, Steve experimented Rogers on the, and poked and prodded. And- Steve Rogers did the exact same fucking thing in uh, Captain America, the first movie. Uh, forget the the title of, but that first Captain America movie. Yeah, he did. The, he did the same thing. The first Avenger. The first Avenger. He did the exact same thing, and he was rewarded you know, for it. Rewarded for it. Yeah. So it just you know they, you know just the dichotomy between again the two worlds that yeah. you know that you know brown black and white folks live in within this country. Yeah. Um and. Yeah, I, I like I said, I, I enjoyed that scene a lot. It was just, you know, for me, I'm like, I'm listening to Isaiah, and I'm like, dude, like the shit he's talking about is like, I don't know why you're so taken aback by right. by hearing this. Right. Like when he talked about, he was like, oh, we gotta tell people about you. It's like, motherfucker, no, are you crazy. Yeah, like they think I'm dead. Like, trust me, I am much safer that way. You know, and even and like, like and, I, and I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, Sam. It's like you should know this. Even even like. As a soldier, you know this. Yeah. Like, yes. Fuck whatever your skin or ethnicity, like, the dumbest part of you, just as a tactile, you know, person, like, who serves in the military, you would know that too. And and Sam served in the military. So it's like, come on, man, you understand. It's like, no, like, because he basically ended up faking his death. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think you had just mentioned it, you know, so he, so he, you know, Saves his platoon, his his soldiers, gets punished for it. They imprison him, and yeah, because and then the rest of the people he saved, his his soldiers, his his uh, compatriots, they all died. They don't say how, but they allude to the fact that they died because of that serum. Um, and he becomes Isaiah becomes the only one that was able that actually lived, having had the super soldier serum, and they imprison him, and they basically just use him as a fucking uh, test subject. So he's locked up. They're experimenting on him. And he mentions how a nurse took pity on him for his plight and basically, you know, uh, 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 faked his death. And he got out of there. And he's been living, you know, off the grid ever since. And it's, and, and like I say, it, it, 
watching it today, you know, just seeing, you know, all, on the news, you know, you got the, uh, the George Floyd case, like all this shit in the yeah. news, you know, uh, Dante White and everything. And like, you hear this and it's like, and that's what I was saying earlier at the start of the show, where it's like people talking about how things got worse. It's like, no, no, things are just as is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, situation hasn't gotten worse. It's just, it's, it stood pat. And the situation yeah. with race in this country has stood pat for far too long. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's it. I, I'm going to get yeah, too, yeah. Too, too deep into yeah. all that, but, uh, a very good scene. A very and poignant. Really, just to, uh, uh, um, in reference to what I just said about like, well, fuck the skin color, even if you were, what I, I, that sounded weird as I'm replaying it in my head. What I meant was that even outside of someone having understood, like being a black person and understanding the black experience in America, even if that wasn't the case and you had no concept of that, you would understand the need to protect this man just as a person who's dealt with the law or the military or the soldiers. Like, that's what I meant. Sorry. Well, I, I I knew what you meant. Not uh, you, just anybody listening. Like I know you. I know you know, understand me. But yeah, like, yeah. You know, sometimes I just I blurt shit out. I didn't mean it to sound like I was being insensitive to the actual point of the scene, which is what you just so beautifully talked about. But like, how weird it was for them to make that choice yeah, I, of Sam. Like, I don't get it. Why can't we just like bring you out and show you around? Like, yeah. I think anybody would understand. Yes. And I, yeah, I really not to get again. I want I, I don't like this whole having to second guess everything yeah. that you say, uh, just so that because you because you think it might offend uh, someone. I mean, I and yes, I know you. I've known you for years. You're a family to me. But yeah, this whole uh, I don't I don't like the word uh, woke yeah. or. Uh, so stupid people's uh sensitivities to everything that's being said i think a lot of this shit is overblown to be honest of course um and i think everything that gets because everybody's so worried about what they say and like oh no i didn't mean this or da 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 and that people say a thing and it's like context is everything right absolutely like we were just talking with you about you know curse words with uh grayson it's like and you know the dirty words are like words aren't like Words are dirty and hurtful and 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 angry, used in the right, used in a certain context. There's a difference between saying a word and using a word. Very different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I just feel like in this current climate that we're in, which which honestly I I understand, like, and I I get the pushback and the sensitivity to a point. And this is one. Of, well, I'm going way off the script, but yeah. this is I've I've been wanting to talk about this a little bit because, like, for me. I trace all of this hypersensitivity to what people say. And I could be wrong, but maybe this is just when I picked up on it. For me, it all kind of started when Trump got elected. Uh, because yeah. it was it was to counteract his hateful rhetoric. Of course. So then the opposite side really got they they steeled themselves up and they got so like uh, I'm not gonna say defensive because like the shit that Trump was saying was fucking awful. Like fuck that dude. No, but, it, but it, it, was t- it was totally a reaction to. But it was a re- yes, it was a, that. That's the word. It was a reaction to. And, and also like him, Trump and coming to, to power was a reaction to like you know the ignorant white supremacist reaction to people saying like, hey, maybe you could not call things gay, or maybe like how about you 
be a little kinder to people like that. You know, it's, it's been this weird kind of stepping up, like yeah. each side countering the other side. Like the, the uh, I mean, I mean, you, you're old enough. You remember like in the nineties when political correctness came around and like under, you know, around Clinton era. And we were all just like, what the fuck? Like, this is stupid. This is so stupid. Yeah, like, no, And say, that's the thing. Yeah. 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 It was it was stupid then. It's it's more heightened and stupid now yeah. because again, like, and I I don't know. I mean, we are of a different uh, uh, we're, we're uh, of a different time. We came a different time. We grew up before the internet. Like it's we're yes, but at the same time, and I would have to think that even smart people who came up with the internet already in place, it's like they can understand and like you know either hear something or read something in its context, and then know whether something needs to be a triggerable offense or not because totally. a lot of times it's not and, oh, and, I, and the other thing is like th- that idea of like people think being triggered is just hearing something you don't like and that's not it at all being triggered is when like something happens or that you hear that that uh, elicits a very extreme reaction based on past trauma that's what triggering right. is that's what triggered is yeah yeah like, if you don't like something or you're offended who gives a fuck that, that, that doesn't exactly. mean anything. Like, okay, you're offended. So what? I've lived my life that way. Where it's like, and, and, people, like people say dumb shit all the time. Like, in my life. I'm like, well, I then, didn't like that. And they have that. the right to say it. Yeah, of course they do. Like, they have the right to say it. But I'm not trying to cancel me no. because of it. Like, if I, if I, I just like, okay, well, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna hurt that. I'm not gonna entertain that or yeah. whatever. And I just keep it moving. It's like, I don't know why. Yeah, it's like, yeah, people say dumb shit all the fucking time. And also people make mistakes. Like, the, the, you know, this whole idea, like people go back, oh, you know, this celebrity that you like, well, when they were 12, they said the N-word. It's like, who fucking cares? Like, they were a child. They made a mistake. They didn't understand what they were doing or saying. They didn't understand the impact of that word. Like, why are we going back and finding shit yeah, when people were yeah. kids? Yeah. Again, everything is in context. Yeah, for sure. Context, and, and, con- c- context is key. And yeah. trust me, I've I've been, I've yeah. And, and, and you know, my correction of that wasn't is in no way of like I don't care what anybody thinks of what I say. I mean, I literally did on my own podcast. I did a, a whole episode of, about how ridiculous Easter is and how Christians are dumb and like. I, the title of it is <laughs> Atheist Reads Easter Tweets, and the whole thing is about that. Like, yeah, I have no problem with it. Um, yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I um, agree. Like, people are like, hey, it's can police stop killing black people in the street and in their homes? And then, like, white actors are like, I'm not going to do, uh, I'm a voice actor, but I'm not going to voice black characters anymore. You're like, that's, that's not what anybody's asking for. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Nobody yeah. cares about that. Nobody yeah. cares about that. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, I don't. It's of like, course not. Because <laughs> then does that mean black voice actors can't voice white characters? Like, yeah, is that I what know. you're saying too? So I know. Dumb. It's like, it's yeah, so jo- yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. People, so I just dumb. feel like, they, you know, the people just lost the plot a little bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like just, you know, you know when something is said or done in a hateful way yeah. versus when, like you said, people make mistakes or people do or say things taken out of context and then blows up and it's like well did you read yeah or listen to what this person said or did you just see a, just the headline. a clip just the headline. of something off of whatever it's like and, 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 and that's and that's my thing too where it's like look you know i will i don't blow up at something and i, and I don't blow up at all but like because again like i really don't give a shit like yeah if anything like trump and, and like i said i fucking hate that fucking dude of course uh 
him those, those four years with him being president were the fucking the, the fucking dog shits. Yeah. But I'm I'm always it's like look, if you wanna, you know, raise that Confederate flag, you know, you wanna, you know, uh spout out your bigoted beliefs because you think you have a president in office that is okay with that, which he was. Yeah. And now they feel free to just say all this shit. I'm like, all right, well, thanks. Thank you for, for showing me who you really are. I would much rather see so that I don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I I know I appreciate you. Yes. You're, you're, you're putting your racist bigoted ass out there on front street. Yeah. Because now you think you have the uh, like, like it's oh it's cool now because yeah Trump yeah. he likes this da da da. It's like all right. And, and cool. by the way, like now I'm I all for like and I'm now all I for with you. Yeah, and I'm all for companies being like, oh, we don't want to hire racists, so you're fired. Good, fuck them. Yeah. Like fuck you. It's like look, you have the right to get on your social media and be racist. You you have that right. That is your right, and I I I will fight for your right to do that. So will I. I'll vote for that right. I will donate to were, that right. But there are consequences. There to are that. consequences. So you are not free of the consequences that yeah. may befall you if you go on Twitter or Instagram or whatever and put out some racist bullshit. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm with you. It's like yeah, you know, like when when Twitter, when they suspended Trump's uh, his account, you know, I was like, oh yeah. For me, I was like, well, it his, was just like one less stress. But that's that. Yeah. You know, just for me, because I'm like, oh man, it's like him being in office with stress. But at the end of the day, it's like, look, you know, like, let him say whatever the fuck he wants to say. Because <sighs> he, he's not a person, though. He's a president. And I know. He, and yeah, what he true. was saying was inciting violence, inciting riots. Violence, I mean, it's happening yeah. now. That's why Asian people are being attacked in the street. And, you know, it's like, that's a direct result of him. So he, he's a different case because as, as a president, you shouldn't be allowed right, you're right. on yeah, social media. Like, and again, like I said, I was I was fine that they did. Yeah. But like just thinking like like about you know it's like well, because again I just, I just want because for me like I look at it where it's on record. Yeah. Well, you know, you always just point back and be like, you're a fucking a scumbag. You're yeah. a racist. You're a bigot. It's like if you want to, it's almost like you're 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 just digging your own grave. But here's the other thing: Twitter is a private company. They it get is, to decide yeah. what's on their platform, just like a that TV, is true. like a TV channel. If you go and want to go on NBC and go on a, the tonight show and do a stand up set. You have to abide by their rules, their standards and practices get a hold of you. Like these are the things you can say and cannot say. And that's how it is. Cause this is our channel. Yeah. If you want to say whatever the fuck you want, make your own channel. Yeah. And that's I'm a very good point. That. You're like, right. Yeah. This is, you know, people are like, it's, it's unconstitutional. It's, it's anti first amendment. No, it's not. Twitter is not the government. Yeah. It's just a company. It's a private it's a company. company. They get to decide what's on their platform. You might not like it. It might be censorship, but they have a right to do it because it's their company. It's theirs. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Start absolutely. your own company and, and yeah. just make it like this is some white supremacist shit. Great. Yeah. Have your own thing. and We can all track you. We'll keep you in one place. <laughs> exactly. <Great. Yeah. laughs> the FBI can just read your tweets and it's no problem. Just kind of, we'll keep tabs on you that way. Yeah, Which, yeah you're right. Fine. It's like, yeah, these are all private companies. It's like, they, yeah, I mean, I can't go to, I mean, I'm trying to use my job as an example. But yeah, you like, if I do some, some racist bullshit, like my company's going to be like, well, that's not how that, we get that's down. That's not, so. exactly. 
gotta go. And and that's not go. and it's not even a new and it's concept. Like, that's like no, it's not. That's as it, old no. as companies are. <laughs> like these are the rules is, of our company. Yes, this is the dress is, code of our school. This is the whatever of our whatever. Like that is just the way life has been since I've been on this planet. If you come into my house, you have to take off your shoes. That's the rule for coming in my house. If yeah. you don't want to take off your shoes, don't come in my house. That's the keep right your ass I have. Outside. This is yeah, my house, have, and you have the right to keep. Your shoes on. That's, but you just can't do it inside of exactly. my exactly. I have no, stuff. But that's no sidewalk, problem. That's all you, homie. Wear your shoes. That's all you. To your heart, yeah. just explodes with joy, man. You love yeah. your shoes. I, I get it. I have no problem. I'm not telling you to take off your shoes in your house. And that's yeah. and that's ultimately it's like anytime somebody's like mad about what happens on social media, I'm like, this is not social media are not your rights. <laughs> this is just no. some company, yeah. man. This is just some company. Yeah, I and I yeah, and I I never get mad about things that post on social media. Like I see bullshit. And it's like and like it's like you said, it's like I read something, I don't agree with it, and I just like ah, well yeah. that was stupid. <laughs> and that's right. and then I just move on. Right. I just move on. It's like people say dumb shit all the time. Yeah. It's like if I if I had to catalog every dumb fucking thing that I've heard from people in my yeah. life, I'd uh Still be doing that, but like, but at the same <laughs> you know time, like, as much as I don't like the quote cancel culture, like the root of the cancel culture is good, which is it's not cancel culture; it's literally just holding people accountable, accountable for their yeah. shitty behavior. Which is like, yeah. we should be doing that. And if we were a smaller group of people, the hard part is that we're nine billion people, or in this country, whatever, three hundred something million people, four hundred million people. But it's like if we were a small tribe of let's say a hundred people. If one person's actions were going against the good of the tribe, the rest of the tribe would shun or excommunicate or kill that person. That's how it works. Every tribe since the dawn of humanity, hundreds yeah. of thousands of years of this practice of like, oh, you're causing a problem for everybody. So you got to go. That's not it's not weird. It's not old. I mean, it's not new. It's 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 just how yeah. That's how we are. Fucking crows do that too. Like it's not. It's not weird. It's 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 baked into biological DNA. It's like, a survival imperative that like, oh, yeah. you're gonna make things worse for us. You, you can't stay. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, I agree. Like, yeah, I, I use that voice actor thing a lot. Like nobody cared about that. Yeah. We just don't want systemic racism anymore. What you're talking about is not racist. If you're writing, if you're a writer and you're writing black characters, you should have black people in the room. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you, when you mentioned the voice actors, were you, were you in reference to uh, Hank Azaria? Hank and Azaria. And his latest and... comment. Cause he, I saw something a couple of days ago where he was like, Oh, I just want to apologize to every, you know, Indian, you know, person. And it's like, you know, okay, look. Well, well for, for him, cool, I actually, sorry, but... go ahead. Well, no, I mean, I, I saw that. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not Indian. Yeah. You know, uh, and and honestly, like as a kid watching The Simpsons, like. It's, it's one of those things. I mean, like I, I didn't even think about. Yeah. Who was voicing characters. Because um, I because as a kid, I'm like, oh, it's a cartoon. Everybody's got a an, an effect on their voice. It's like, yes, he's that he's and he's definitely putting an, an Indian voice on his. I got. I, I, I guess maybe. I mean, honestly, I can. I can. I never. I, I think the bigger problem it. comes from the writing. Like the yeah. voice could be whatever. I mean, obviously, Hank Azaria is reading the words, but like I remember Indian kids being heckled with 
do you want a Slurpee and thank you. Come again. Like I remember that show. I'm sure you do too. Like I mean that they had to deal with that and that fucking sucks, but that is the writer's fault. Like, I mean, yes, you can say, well, yes, Hank Azaria said the words. Sure. But like, no, you're right. It's a problem with writing. It's like, if here's the thing, if you're going to write an ethnicity, if, if the ethnicity matters to the character you're writing, right? Like if I write a story and it's all black people, but there's no cultural reference to their experience, then it doesn't matter. I can write whatever I want. doesn't make a difference. But if, if, if their ethnicity plays a part in who they are as a character and how I'm writing it and the situations that they're in, there should be people of that ethnicity in the room. Yeah. For sure. Like yeah. as a white guy, I shouldn't write a black character talking about the black experience in America. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But if, if, if I'm writing a story about whatever, a fucking gas station attendant who likes to jerk off to amputee porn and he happens to be, <laughs> and he happens to be black, there's no problem because there's he, no, yeah. his blackness has nothing to do with the character. With his love for amputee porn, yeah, of course. Exactly. I got it's, like, you. it's like when people are like, you. there can't be a black Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, why? His whiteness has nothing to do with, with his, his character. character yeah. He could be black, yeah. he could be Indian, he could be Asian. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. You said it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, oh, Falcon well. and Winter Soldier. Yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> let's, let's well, that was, this bitch up. That was a hell of a tangent. But good conversation. It was good. It was good. As always, man. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's why, yeah, I know. I feel certain ways, like, when it comes to, like, these social issues and stuff. Yeah. And I... I mean, as you know, you know me, but I, I, I try, I, I'm hesitant always to talk about them because I just don't feel that I, I'm, I'm ever able to really communicate my thoughts and ideas in a way that is, I don't know, that is good, I guess. Really? Not, 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 not good, but just, uh, I don't know because I just get very emotional. Yeah, I just get very emotional, you know, and 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 and, and angry, you know, seeing all this stuff happening, and you know, seeing yeah, it just I yeah, it just hurts. Yeah, you know, like just constantly seeing uh, this shit happening, and you know, this thing that's going down in, in Minnesota with you know Dante White. It's almost like, like you can't even fucking script this shit. Yeah. You know, the same week that they are, that the, you know, they basically just, you know, the, 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 the case rested for, you know, Chauvin and the murder of, of, of George Floyd. And then it's like in the, it's like 10, 10 miles away. Yeah. You know, it happens again. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, you know, You know, when's enough going to be enough? Yeah. And I and, and and you've known me for a long time, where I'm I'm generally a very optimistic person. But you know, when it comes to matters of race in this country, I'm not. Yeah. You know, for me, I get my wins, my personal wins, just on in surrounding myself with people that I know are good, such as yourself, such as Mitchell such as Byron, such as Dan, such as Amir, such as Tony, you know, 
And I, I just kind of feel like that's all I can do. Yeah. You know, because it, I, I know that, you know, we're not all fucked up, <laughs> you know, and I just do my best to keep myself in it and have, you know, good people in my circle. But it's like this, and I just hate to, I hate to feel the way that I do when it comes to, you know, this country writ large. But like, when, in terms of race, like things are just, things will never get better in my lifetime. And I can say that with all but with, with certainty. Yeah. You know, uh, and I just hope that once, you know, I'm gone, that maybe some change will, will, will happen. But it's just, I mean, things just move here at an incremental pace because too many people don't care. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like when it comes to race in this country, it's like until or unless there's only so much that the people that are, there's only so much that we can do. Yeah. Like we need white folks. Yeah. To step up. And, and that's just, that's just how it is. You know, there's only so much that we can do, you know, black, brown, Asian, whatever. It's like, but it, it takes, it's just, it takes more than us basically saying, look, you know, we've been (laughs) black folks and the police, like that's been an issue since I've been born and it's been an issue well before I was born. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where like people just say, Oh, well, it's not, you're exaggerating or it's that and the other. And it's like, no, it's not like sometimes just listen, you know? So I don't know. Like I, Oh man. And then I'm worried about this, just this, uh, George Floyd case. There's because no I'm at a point at this. Well, the thing is, I mean, look, they, they murdered the man. Yeah. This cop, this cop murdered this cop and the, the other cops around him yeah, murdered others. a man. Yeah. And the things that always appear obvious, like anytime the courts are involved and juries are involved. I mean, I, I just, I mean, I would hope that they get it right this time, but I'm, I'm, I'm stilled up. I'm guarded for the outcome that is probably, you know, the, uh, for that uh, not guilty I'm hoping it doesn't happen but if it does I won't be surprised yeah and I but but if it but I just I just again I just shit's gonna pop off again you well, know it's and we're at this position where it's it's either way right like if they find him guilty which obviously he is but if they find him guilty in the court it's, he's just a sacrificial lamb they're doing it to appease the unrest because, you know, just this week alone in the, you know, again, we're at the closing arguments on Monday of this George uh, Derek Chauvin case. I mean, how many people have died this week? I don't know. I mean, again, I mean, they shot Adam Toledo, a 13 year old boy with his hands in the air. They shot and murdered a 13 year old boy, brown skinned boy. I mean, did did you see the video? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, saw. yeah. I did too. And it's like you, you can't. It's 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 a situation like when it comes to the, you can't win for losing. I saw that video, and he said, "Put your hands up, turn around," and he complied. And then he got shot. Yeah, and then he got dead. I just, and it's. It's like I mean at that point I yeah. like I I like I don't know man I know we 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 ventured off way up the that's fine back. man this is more important but to talk about than the Winter Soldier it's like I I I can't speak on every you know person of color's experience obviously but I know that myself 
I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to wager and imagine that like any person of color who was born and raised in this country or who came here, like you walk around like with just PTSD, just based off of that. Of course, you know, uh, it's just like baked into me. Even, even, I mean, obviously everybody's experienced it, but like, I mean, every person of color has experienced it for the most part, but like, even if you haven't, like you said, it's just baked in. Yeah. You know that this happens in this country. Black and brown people can get stopped and murdered by the people who are supposed to save you with impunity. Nothing happens. It's just, they just keep doing it. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people a year. I mean, there's no way. And, and, and these are the, and again, you know, the thing that I was talking to earlier was like, you know, this, like, we're just seeing the things that are being filmed. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, these aren't, these are just the cases that someone happened to be there and they had their phone out and they were able to record it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, and, you know, and people talk about with the police, like, oh, they just need more training, more training. It's like, it's fucking it ain't the training. It's not, it ain't the training. Well, it because, is the training. They're being taught to do this. Well, well, it's, well, the, they're being taught not that, to speak up. They're being taught to play well, along. Like, but when I say it's not the training on the, on the, the police, it's like, it's, it's more than that. Yeah. I mean, the training is yeah. like, I mean, look at how, look at how the, 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 the cops treated those fucking assholes who stormed the Capitol. Yeah. You know, look at how, I mean, I, they're, you can they see, gave, they gave Kyle Rittenhouse water and yeah, I just saw today that the guy who cops, the guy who, who, cops who, donated to his fund to help him. I didn't know about that. But I, just, not I, just, I just read about today that there's a, a bunch of cops who donated to help him. They think he's a fucking hero. He murdered two people. I mean, the guy was named Dylan Church, the guy who uh, set fire to, uh, what's his name? Dylan. He he set fire to a church in, um, in the, somewhere in the South. And they took him to, like, oh, yeah, they took him to eat. To eat. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And, and I'm like, wow. And, it, and 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 I say this like, not as not as me saying, well, they should fuck him up too. It's it's saying that you know, if you're trained to treat someone who was able who who commits that level of fucking murder, yeah, and you still feel a way where oh well, we got him in custody. He still needs to eat. Let's take him get some food. You can feel that for him. Yeah. But when you see a a brown person, a black person, someone that doesn't look like you, automatically the gun comes out. And yeah. and so that's what I mean is not the training because and I've seen a lot of videos that people post on Twitter, on YouTube of how cops will talk down some crazy uh white guy oh, screaming at white guy I, I just yeah. saw a video of a white guy threatening to kill a cop like fuck you i'll kill you if you come yeah. here. i mean the cop is just standing there calmly and they talk about. him down and yeah. they and they do their job they do yeah. their training yeah. because they look at that face and it's like oh he looks like me and not only that like yes all the black and brown murders but like all the mental illness kids with autism people with bipolar disorder like regardless of skin color these cops just come in and shoot him in the face i saw a video 
a, a body cam video the other day of cops responding to what they thought was a domestic violence case. They're at the door. They're outside of this person's apartment. They're not inside. The door is closed. They just hear some commotion inside. It turned out not to be a domestic violence case. They heard a door slam. The cop just pulls out his gun and starts shooting through the wall. Yeah. And hits the guy. Like. Yeah. So when, you know, when we're all screaming, like abolish the police, defund the police and people are like, no, it just needs to be reformed. They've been reforming for 20 years. We've dumped endless amounts of money and votes into reform. That's not the issue. These, this is, it's a corrupt institution from the start. It started as a way to catch ex-slaves. Like, and it's continued from yeah. there. There's, it's, yeah. that's, that's the origin of this, this, the, the police department is that they were catching slaves who were free. Like, if you think there's anything yeah, to that, reform, that, yeah. you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. I, yeah. And the thing is like, and that's, and that's why I say, you know, uh, there's no, yeah, reform. You can reform, <laughs> you can see your heart's content, but you cannot change the mindset and the perception of the people behind the badge, the people holding the badge. Yeah. You know, if they look at my face and the, the first thing that they think of is criminal yeah. or threat, you know, no amount of training is going to help me in that situation. Any, because, any, they just, because they're people and people yeah. are fallible and people have, um, a lot of people just have these innate biases and, and, and racist beliefs about certain people. Not everybody does, but people do. And I was just going to say, mean, like, you use the word bias, like any position of power, I think of like, being in therapy. We've both been in therapy. Your therapist's main role is to be unobjective, completely unbiased, give you just ob- objective reality, let you know that you're okay. And that's, that is the police job too, but they don't do that. Yeah. They're not trained to do that. And they only have to go to school for six months. Other countries, it's like three years, yeah. five years. And I had a I had a friend who I mean I've worked a lot with cops I won't do it anymore but like in the past um, just through martial arts and stuff and but I've had friends who joined the force who quit or not joined the force but they went to the academy and they quit because they're like they're just teaching us to kill people like that was literally what they said to me like this is like a, a just a killing factory that's all they're that's all it is yeah and they 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 bounce they're like no I'm not having it <sighs> yeah. He- what I got a crazy idea. Yeah. Because uh, I, I do think you yeah, had the wrong people also. Because it's, it's just kind of too easy to become a cop. So easy. And, the, and, and they're obviously just hiring anybody to the job. Like anybody who wants to be a cop, and this is going to sound crazy, but probably shouldn't be a cop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think the probably the, and this this will never happen, but I think the best way to probably help course correct things is to, um, you know, uh, almost like just draft people to become officers Wait, it, it, in your neighborhood, yeah, like or in your area. Like I live in Culver City, you know. It's like you know we have a Culver City Police Department. It's like 
you know, and maybe it could be for a certain age. And like you do it for, it's almost like it's. I mean, it's not a far fetched concept because don't they like there are some countries that have uh, mandatory military service. Most countries, yeah. Uh, Israel. Here's the thing: like there should be levels to it. Like if somebody's, if there's a domestic, uh, if there's like a person having a freak out in a store, cops with guns shouldn't be the ones to show up. Social workers should be the ones to show up. If there's a bank robbery with guns, cops with guns should go to that. Yeah. But like one, you can't you can't expect cops to be trained to deal with the most extreme cases and then answer to a little case and not think like this is going to be the most extreme thing ever. I better take my fucking gun out and shoot. And then you add racism on top of that too. Yeah. Like th- that's not a smart thing to do anyway. But like we don't need all these cops. And the fact that they have power is a problem. It's a real fucking problem because that's what's happening. It's just abuse of power. They shouldn't have power. Yeah, and it's in, in every every uh shooting, every, you know, time, you know, a cop discharges his weapon, you know, what's the one thing that they always say? I was in fear for my life. I was in fear of my life. And that is you know, usually the get out of jail free card. Yeah. Cause that's all they got to say. That's it. I was in fear of my life. Yep. I had to just, you know, discharge my weapon. And, and that's, and that's the, you know, they have that law. They, they can, they don't have accountability. They just assume like, well, if they had to do it, they had to do it. But can you name any other profession in the world where there's no accountability if you kill somebody or if you make a mistake? None. Like yeah. if you're a doctor and you kill somebody, you have to go before a committee and answer for that shit. And you'll probably have your license revoked unless you revoked, can yeah. prove that like this was no other outcome. It was just a freak accident. I did everything I could. Like you have to prove it. If you if you continue to have unbalanced uh, ledgers at the end of the day as a fucking cashier – You'll get fired. You'll get fired. Yeah, yeah. But like, cops can just keep killing people. Like this horrible fucking woman who she didn't make a mistake. She didn't draw her gun thinking it was a taser. Look in the video, you can watch her pass a piece of paper from her right hand, her dominant hand, to her left hand in order to draw her weapon from her dominant side, which is the pistol. Every cop. This is not. 100% this is how you're taught to do it this is how they train to do it you keep your pistol on your dominant side your taser on your opposite side whatever that may be yeah. she switched to free her dominant hand drew her pistol a couple other things cops are issued glocks there's no safety on a glock there's a safety on a taser in order to fire a taser you have to disengage the safety the glocks fucking handle goes all the way to the bottom of your palm the taser is like in the middle of your palm Here's the other big thing. When you take a fucking taser out in order to shoot it, a giant flashlight comes out and a red and green dot. There's no way you mistake it. None. Zero way. Especially if you've been doing this for 26 years and she's you a field to, training officer. You, yes, that's all true. You want to know how you mistake that? And I'm just playing devil's advocate because, you know, I, I mean, I saw that video too, uh, Dante, Brother Dante and rest in peace to him and yeah. just not heart goes out to his family. The way that that gets mistaken is when, you know, 
it all it all goes back to what I was saying. Like, and I, and, I, and I'll take I'll so if I take her by her word and what they, and what they say sure. that it was an accident that she sure. you know she thought she was going for the taser and not the weapon. And I and I heard all about how they're supposed to have them. It's like the guns on the on the the, the dominant side taser and the, and they weigh different. It's like I mean there's just yeah there's no way it's like it's it's hard to to yeah. reach and pick up one and not know the difference. Unless you are so scared of a black face, yeah, that none of that fucking matters, right. and you just go to you go by instinct, right? And you you grab the first thing that comes to mind, which is you know what, like you were saying, that the thing that's in your dominant the right hand, yeah. You grab that, and you're so scared because uh, a twenty year old black man that you pulled over for expired fucking tags. Uh, tried to get back into a during a pandemic when nobody's getting their fucking tags because the DMV is backed up. Yeah. Uh, so again, when I that's what I meant when I talk about just that inherent fear, that bias of yeah. just you know standing across from someone that doesn't look like you. Yeah. And you're just scared. Yeah. And that's what I mean about you know. I mean, the guy was 20 years old, man. He's just a child, man. 20 years old, you know, and I don't know. I don't know. It's just the whole the whole thing is sad. Like, every time this shit happens, it's fucking sad, and it just kind of eats and it tears away at me. Yeah. You know? And, <sighs> I mean, I was I was driving today, and I live in Cobra City, and you, you've been in Cobra City. Mm-hmm. Like, Culver City got a fucking shit ton of cops yeah. everywhere. Everywhere. Because there's some special, not special, but so Culver City is in, it's, it's in LA, but it's got its own, like, it, it, it's, it's in LA County, but it's its own uh, municipality or whatever the fuck. Right. Like, they can just do things different. It's a very affluent area, so it has, it can do whatever it wants, basically. Well, I don't want to. I don't know how affluent it is. It is. I, mean, I, I live mean, there. It ain't that affluent. Well, well but but, there are, but yeah, you're right. There yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, there are. Yes, they, there are a lot of affluent parts. But but yeah, but there. But the Culver City PD is not the LA PD. Right. And Culver because they have they they have their own police department, their own budget and everything. These motherfuckers are always out. Always like where I where I live and where my gym is. Is like a three minute drive. Yeah. Nah, longer than that. Longer than that. I'll say six minute drive. Routinely, from the moment I leave my house to when I get to the Foxhills Mall, uh, where my, my girl's gym is at, I will have passed by four cops. Jesus. Like they're fucking everywhere. Uh, I walk, I have a Vons that I live close to and I walk there for groceries and just, which takes me like, I don't know, like, Again, three minutes to walk from out from my door to the bonds. I'll see either cops in the uh, the parking lot doing whatever, because it's like a you know other stores and stuff, or just walking on Centinella and then Washington. You'll just see patrol cars constantly. So like when I'm driving, I'm constantly aware of them. Yeah, and I remember I I went. This happened. This was last year. I. No, I don't know. No, it wasn't last year. That's when the pandemic it was 2019. Um, I went and met up with a buddy of mine in Culver City in downtown. It was his birthday. 
had a couple drinks, had some food. And, and I knew that my front headlight was out. So we had one good working, but we met up early enough and I plot, I planned it out. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go get out of here before the sun goes down because I know don't want to give anybody a reason to stop me. Uh, things ran late. I tried to get out of there as soon as I could. It was like dusk almost. I mean, the, it wasn't fully dark, but the sun was definitely setting. And again, like I was only like 10, not even less than 10 minutes from the house. And I pass uh, my cross street. I'm like looking at my apartment. So I'm driving and on the opposite side, I see a cop. And I just know, fuck. He's going to stop me. Yeah. Sure as shit, he did. He put on the lights, busted a bitch. I pull over. And like I said, I'm right in front of my apartment. I was so fucking scared. Which is, which, you know, I've been stopped by the police before. It's like the same response. I was so, I was terrified. Yeah. Hands on the wheel, just like, boom, like looking straight ahead. The guy, you know, comes, roll down the window. And, you know, he's asking where I'm coming from. Oh, you know, having dinner with, with a friend of mine. Mentions the front light. I was like, yes, officer, I know. I was aware. I'm planning to get that taken care of. I'm going to do that. He's like, yeah, well, you know, Take take care of it tomorrow. I'm like, yep, yep, absolutely. It was a fine interaction. It was like he was he was a Latino brother. Uh, but when he left and got in his car, I mean, it's still just the panic. Yeah. That you know you feel. Yeah. Like my heart was just racing, you know, beating out of my fucking chest. I was so fucking scared. And especially because I was so close to home. Right. And, uh, and that was a good encounter <laughs> with the cops. Right. You know what I mean? But like, that's what goes through, at least for me, you know, and cause you just never know what you're going to get. Yeah. You know, cause the only times I've had guns drawn on me were from police officers. Yeah. For not doing anything wrong, you know, attending a party that was, uh, that we were the victims of because some fucking thugs came in and started, you know, uh, stealing shit. So we called, I didn't call the cops, but the, per- the the girl who hosted the party called the cops, you know, told them what was going on. And then they burst in. The guys who had done the fucking deed were gone. And then I've got a shotgun at my back. Uh, and then another time where I was just hanging out with another one of my friends from high school, Sean, another white guy, actually. And we both got guns drawn on us because we had come back from watching a movie in Marina Del Rey, went back to his house in Westchester, and we're just we were in his car, just talking. Because I left, he I had parked my car at his place, and we were just you know ending the night. We were just like chopping it up a little bit before you know I went back to you know go home, and he was going to go inside to his place, and all of a sudden two cop cars come swooping through with the lights on and they come out, they got get out of the car. Da, da, da. They got guns. drawn. I'm like, what the fuck dude? Yes. I'm with you. I thought I was golden. Yeah. But then come to find out that I guess, you know, Sean's Sean's neighbor thought that it was like a drug deal going on. Oh, or God. Something. So they called the police and it was just like, fuck. And even he was tripping out. He was like, dude, like I live here. This is my house. Yeah. This is my house. This is my friend. <laughs> it's like, we're just, we're not doing anything. Yeah. You know, I was like, 
Ugh. I don't know. Well, this 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 podcast. I'm sorry, everybody. This podcast really. Nah, man. Um, this is stuff we're talking about. It got off the rails. The Falcon the rails. and Winter Soldier doesn't matter. It's fun, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But this stuff does. So yeah, it was a good episode. <laughs> it's a good show. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out if you if you have the time. Yeah. Ultimately, uh, it's good. We'll, we'll we'll do another episode next week after uh, the finale. Yeah. But yeah, um, I do like the word penultimate and episode five, the penultimate episode (laughs) of the series. I love that word. It's a good word. It is a good word. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not able to use it enough. And there's only one way you can use it, right? I know. Yeah. It's the only time. Yeah. Yeah. I was writing something for work, though, a couple of weeks ago, and I was able to use penultimate. And I was like, oh, nice. Nice. Got that shit in there. Got my shit in. Did it have to be translated? Is there a Japanese equivalent to that? Uh, well, it'll be for the game, which is going to oh, okay. be in English. Okay. So whatever I wrote is it'll it'll be it'll be in there. Um, but they, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they translate it. I'm not sure what that word would be. It's definitely not penultimate. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it'll. But yeah, but I don't care. It'll be it'll be the way that I intended it to be. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, man. Well, oh, this is a long one, huh? Yeah, man. What are we at? Uh, what? Uh, almost three and a half hours. Holy shit! It's like watching uh, Lord of the Rings. Killing the game, or Killing or this game. is hey, but well, we're still you know shorter than uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Fucking so. a! But you know that's the yeah. thing. That's the cool thing I like about this podcast. I like podcasts where. It's just people talking. Because then I feel like I'm just talking with them. Well, that was the whole point of this whole thing when we started, right? That was it. Just just talking. Us chopping it up and just talking. Like, you know, we like to talk about movies and music and shit. But, you know, we live in the world, too. We got things to say. Perspectives. Perspectives. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of scary stuff. Big changes need to happen. Reforms aren't the answer. You know, use your vote, use your dollars, use your voice, protest, march, do all the things. Yeah, that's it. Honestly, like, vote. Just do all the things, man. Do all the things. And don't vote against your own, you know, self-interest. Yeah. Yeah. As I, you know, I don't don't feel... Just don't vote for dicks. Don't (sighs) vote for assholes. Don't vote for dicks. We're all victims of the system, right? Like, you look at Donald Trump, Again, everybody's responsible for their actions. That's a different topic. Everybody is responsible for what they do. But, like, he's a victim of the system, too. At a certain point, he was a beautiful little baby boy, completely innocent. All he needed and wanted was love, and he didn't get it. So in order to survive in the environment he was in, he fucking contorted him and twisted himself into this fucking monster and then with infinite resources and some kind of magic power over people he was able to work his way through school and get people to do what he wanted and with having no discernible talent and then get a job and run a company with no fucking talent but he just has a way about him where he can convince people that he's right And he's such an alpha that they should follow him, and they do. 
and with a revolving door of people just looking for that assurance and that money and he was just never told no so much that it put him in the position to be the fucking most powerful man in the world outside of the actual people running the world but the most powerful man in the regular person world and he used that power to make things far worse and I just how different would things be if his fucking parents loved him at all just showed him the slightest amount of attention and care and told him that they loved him gave him a fucking hug how different of a position would we be in right now if he would have used that power that he was born with to influence people to do something for good (laughs) for good to do something right to do something well to help people you know, honestly, to hear you, to hear you, like you know, lay all that out about him, it's, it's almost like that's an origin story for like a supervillain. It is, and that's what he, you know, uh, turned out to be. I think um, about this, but I, I give, I give a lot of blame. Because look, I mean, he got elected because he was on fucking television. Exactly. He was. He was. I, so what? The Apprentice. What was that on? Was that NBC? Yeah. They get a lot of the blame. For of this of whole course. Thing. <laughs> Blame you know, is like, like blame is blame is 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 useless. Like they're responsible. Like we're a part of a system. The, a big part of that system is white supremacy, but white supremacy is a tool for financial supremacy for the people for the you know 150 people who run the world to stay in that level that you and I will never even sniff. They use these tools. I'm gonna sniff it. <laughs> I'm a sniffer. They use these tools like fucking white supremacy, just all sorts of racism, sexism. They use these as a way to keep all of us fucked up, hurting, fighting, so that we can just keep perpetuating the world that they propping up the world that they live in. Yeah. And like we're all victims of this system. The good and the bad. Like these fucking moron Nazis. They're responsible for their actions. Don't get me wrong. They're fucking responsible for their actions. But they're also victims of a system. A child isn't born racist. They're taught that shit. They no, that's true. They don't stand that's a true. fucking chance. These kids that are like 15 and like, yeah, fuck N-word this and Jew that and fucking Asian this. That's learned behavior. It's not that's their fault. Behavior. They were taught that. Like They're a victim of that shit too. And until we address that, there's going to be no change. There's just not going to be no change until we're all able to like really reconcile that fact that we're all just fucked and caught in this horrible system. Nothing can change. It just can't because we're just going to keep fighting. And and yeah. And yeah. And the country is just going to keep treading water. Yeah. Until we can say like, look, we're all in this together and we need to find a way out together. And we got to some people in some situations are going to have to swallow it and just move on. And some aren't and whatever. We're, you know, it's a bad I mean, I, Again, I, I really am an optimist, <laughs> but it's like you look at the, the state of the world. Like, <laughs> this country couldn't even get together in the midst of a goddamn global pandemic. Since I was in high school, I would say like the only thing that would bring us together would be like an alien invasion because then we would all have to band together yeah. to work as one. And then last year proved like, nope, no, nope, no, because you know what? A couple things. One, we'd all needed to band together, and then there were people like, no, fuck you. 
How dare you ask me to help you? Go fuck yourself. And on top of that, our own government was like, oh, yeah, and also aliens exist. They're all yeah. over the place. I know, right? And they nobody dropped- cared. <laughs> nobody <laughs> cared. Nobody gave a shit. They dropped that footage, and, and it was like, uh... Yeah, guys, yeah, uh, so UFOs this also are real. Happened. You know that yeah. thing we've been lying to you about for like 60 years? Yeah, it's real, too. They dropped all these UFO uh, <laughs> videos, and like nobody gave a shit. It, it wasn't was like, a surprise to me. Too I see- busy yeah, protesting, too busy dealing with the pandemic. Too busy protesting a protest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, oh, I, it wasn't a surprise to me because I've seen UFOs. Like, I've seen them. But it was a surprise that the government was like, yep. <laughs> just, yeah, they just released it. And it was just like a yeah. bigger like, surprise that oh. people were like, yeah, whatever. What are the Kardashians yeah. doing, though? I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, we're, we're, we're fucked up. We're, we're fucked, everybody. We're lost, man. We're lost. We're fucked and we're lost. So that's why, like I was saying, like, just. <laughs> this is the most, <laughs> like the most nihilistic podcast ever. But no, just, just you know, appreciate the, the your loved ones. Appreciate the people in your life that you care about, that care about you. And just try to navigate through this shit the best way you can. And you do that by surrounding yourself with good people. Um, and I guess that's where I'll leave it at. Where it's like, cause that's, that's how I live my life. I surround myself with good people, good people with, you know, with good hearts. Uh, and, you know, people that are not negative, even though I have been sounding pretty negative on this, but. I don't know. It's like for me, I don't. I don't feel that I'm a negative person. It's just you know when it comes to certain situations, I'm just kind of a realist. But you know, yeah. So yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. One more episode to go, and there you have it, guys. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> um, rate and review on iTunes. Follow and uh, like on Spotify. I just put the last episode up on YouTube. You can audio. Uh, you can listen to the audio on YouTube now. I'm going to start putting them up. Uh, oh, for real? Yeah. So if you're oh. on YouTube, you can stream us there too. But not the video, though. Not the video. No video. All right. Good. Good. I don't want nobody seeing my face. Yeah. Yeah. Not the video. Um, and that's it. Share. Tell people about it. Join us uh, next week when we'll talk well, about it, the finale of Winter Soldier. And uh, you can buy some merch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Grandbaker.com slash merch. He's got good merch, y'all. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. I got more stuff coming soon. I'm working on some new designs. Um, on this topic, I had a, a great uh, Black Lives Matter shirt, too. Go support. I donate half of all the proceeds to that to uh, various vetted Black Lives Matter um, charities when, whenever I have enough to do so, so. Can I make a recommendation? Yeah. Or your merch? Yeah. So, uh, a hoodie. Like that. Shoot, shoot, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, pew, pew, the pew. pugilist shirt. Yeah, uh, great, oh, and a great hoodie. T-shirt. Yeah, a hoodie. Like okay. that's a great logo. Okay. I like to you know buy that. I got uh, get a hoodie with that. It's a great so, idea. So I don't know. Just I'm just throwing an idea out. I know. like. It. I haven't put any hoodies up. So you're right. I should do yeah. that. Well, I got one of your hoodies. The uh, what was it? Uh, I hate Grand Baker. Hate Grand Baker. I hate Grand Baker. I hate Grand Baker. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got merch there. You can, uh, if you go grandbaker.com slash bombcast, you'll find us there too. Cause that's where I post everything and then it gets distributed to various channels. Um, yeah, if you want to listen, check out my music, Grey House on, uh, all the streaming platforms and there you go.
Nice. Nice. And uh yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you could yeah, I'm I'm just yeah, I got well, nothing to follow us on Twitter at Bombcast Podcast. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. All right, That's guys. It. All right, peace. <laughs> peace. The Bombcast.